Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Welcome to another episode of Hit the Bucket. What do you guys think? That's the name that we, uh, I think we landed on. Hit the Bucket? If you Google it, there's nothing. It all it comes up with results for Kick the Bucket. So we're thinking for the official name for the podcast, we're going to call it Hit the Bucket. With Jimmy Navio and my co-host, Mr. James28, we have two awesome, amazing, wonderful, glorious guests with us today that I'm very excited about. We have Mr. F.A. Ver joining us today. He recently changed his screen name. He's no longer Ring of Favor. So stop calling him Ring, you assholes. His name is now Favor14. You see him in chat there. Also with us today, we have Pink Rambo. She is a cosplayer and an avid D&Der from the, the research that I've done. So we're going to have a little conversation. They're friends with each other, too. Pink Rambo is a member of uh, various DLC communities. She's in chat all the time. She's always in favors streams. So I touched base with her, and she was like, yeah, let's do it. She was super gung-ho. She was she was the one messaging me like, hey, what date? When are we doing this? And I was like, all right, let's do it. And Favor was gracious enough. He was free tonight, and he said, yeah, let's do it, man. So I'm going to bring them on, and we're going to get to know them a little better. And then later, we've got a sheep's beef hot off the grill. So it cost him 10 True, I had to pay him a lot of money. He's not cheap, guys. So without further ado, they're going to unmute themselves. We're going to change views, and we're going to have ourselves a grand old podcast. You guys there? I'm here. Wait, that's not Pink Rambo. Who's that? That looks like someone from... Anyone? Name it? Can anyone name it? Oh, I thought you didn't know what it was. No, I know what it is. <laughs> Overwatch. Uh, yes. Which there one? There you go. There you go. Anyone? Anyone? Soldier. Soldier 76. Soldier 76. I told her I told her if she was going to come on the podcast she had to be uh in cosplay and she's like that's cool I'm doing this tomorrow anyway. So this is a practice run for tomorrow. So he told me the same thing I told him it cost another 10 grand so <laughs> It's true. He's like, "Yeah, I got this pink tutu, but it, it doesn't come cheap." Mhm. James, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Jimmy? Uh I'm I'm well. I got uh a lot done at work today, and uh, Lady Navio came home, gave me some smooches. I'm in high spirits. James is back at school. For those who don't know, his family lives in California, but he goes to school in Vermont. So uh, he's back and forth in the you know fall, winter, and then back to California in the summer. And so he's—you'll notice—you don't see his unmade bed in the background. <laughs> it's over there. Now. And there's no there's no brother off to the side shouting at Fortnite anymore. He actually uh, is in a in a quiet room, so he's not he won't be muted half the time. So hopefully, we'll hear a little more from James. So favor, it's Jim Jim. We're gonna jump right into it. I need to know what uh, how long have you been? So this name change is this something you've been thinking about for a while? Uh, yeah, I, uh, 
you know the one of the biggest problems i had is the the bigger the uh community grows and the stream grows when you type in ring of favor you don't see me you see dark souls items you see dark souls and i couldn't really create a brand based on ring of favor um especially with all the underscores and stuff but I decided in my own way to change it with lore that coincides to the stream and stuff that's happened in the past. So I, three or four days ago, I changed it and did like off the top of my head, like a 25 minute spoken word story with nice. like rain and storm in the background. So now I've got an ongoing case of who kidnapped Bad News Bear, which is the bloody bear that shows up on my stream and who killed my uh manager gloria i only hired her because her name is gloria that was it no you didn't kill gloria did you no gloria's dead she was murdered no yeah yeah she was murdered so gloria's gone so God damn that ratchet but it's okay the reason the reason that i'm favor 14 is because i sliced uh her murderer i sliced him 14 times with a chainsaw and got glorious revenge hmm. so it's okay for now. We still got to find Bad News Bear, and I got to find a replacement because all this work is piling up over at the ring, and I got to get the ring back because I lost the ring because, you know, she handled all the bills. So that's why I'm in a new place. <laughs> Everything is just, yeah, it's a big pain in the ass, but we'll we'll get it back. We'll get it back. Yeah. I like the name. I, I really like the new, uh, who does your graphics? Uh, I do. You do them yourself? Yep. Yeah, I, I do. I got to hire you. I do the graphics and my emotes. The only emote I did not do, I actually had a devil lady uh, do my praise emote. And she's just incredible. She does amazing work. So if anyone's looking for emotes, she's only uh, $10,000 in emote, but it's worth every penny. <laughs> Everything's 1000 10000 Well, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so Look, we're high class. High class, yeah, we're up here. There, oh, she's so Devil Lady is in chat. If anyone needs emotes, she made my praise emote. The other ones I made, but I wanted like a legit. Sometimes you look at your own artwork or your own work, and you're just like, I don't like it. Or you pick out the stuff. So when you have somebody else do it for you, you can just be like, I like it. It's mine, perfect, and and I love it. It's perfect. And I mean, the praise emote, just praise alone, has become its own, its own universe over on my channel. So it worked out perfectly. Very cool. Um, did you? So you said you do all your own graphics. So like, yeah. all that text and stuff is that like, is that a font you found? Did you like? I, I really like the text and like the over the fourteen or like the. Are you just a mad photoshopper Any, secretly? Or are you just like secret? Well, you know what? I uh, I went to film school. I uh, I've done a lot of artwork in the past. I've been in. Uh, art shows all through high school for drawing so I always had the eye for art stuff and then you know when I was in high school that was when like all these computer graphic programs started coming out so I originally went to college for graphic design and then uh, I got bored of it and that was when I switched over to film school so I have some some under my belt like I wouldn't call myself a professional you've got Uh, a solid foundation though thank you I uh, and the um, the fonts I find the fonts online, but it's kind of shady to just use someone else's font. So I'll take them and then kind of just f with them. Like I'll chop them in half, and yeah. So like I'll take it as like you know, because it's not if if you take an idea of something, then that's one thing. Instead of just saying like boom, here you go, 
you know, let's go. So that's cool. Yeah. I I didn't know that about you. I knew about the film school background, and you know, uh, most of the people here are familiar with uh, at least a little bit of your history with your accident and how that kind of changed the course of things for you, and that's how you found Twitch and all that stuff. Um, you know, we can. I don't want to spend too much time on that. Most people here know kind of that that backstory. We can get into a little bit, but I had no idea the the art background. That's really cool because I I saw your graphics and I was like, I gotta find out who he uses. I'm gonna hire him <laughs> because yeah, I was I, very I, impressed. I practice on nude photos of Batazai. He sends me pictures <laughs> of him and his and I just draw the just the curves, the smooth lines, and I go from there. Yeah, it's, I mean. It's it's a great uh, it's a great starting point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greek Greek god. True, he is. He's a Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when you have you found it like changing your name is kind of can be risky, right? Because you've been Ring of Favor for quite a while. You Over know, two years, right? Yeah. So, ha- have you found that like? For example, are there still places where you're like, oh, yeah, it's still Ring of Favor? <laughs> like, or because the, the internet, like, you forget how many things you touch. Yeah. There's a couple of streams I go to that people will call me Ring. And, like, it's not my stream. I can't be like, it's Favor. What the <laughs> fuck? Um, so, Pink Rambo's uh, threatened to ban me multiple times for calling you yeah, Ring. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't let people come in and call me Ring. Uh-uh. Not in my stream. Um,. <laughs> I a couple of places I've gone to and said, no, nah, it's Ring. And they, oh, okay, I like the new name. But um, the, the question was, is it, is it hard? It actually, for me, it just kind of gave me an extra boost. You know, I've been the same name for two years. So it was kind of just like, uh, I, I put it like this, because uh, Mrs. Faves was not happy that I changed the name. She thought it was a bad idea. And I said, think oh, of really? it like this. Yeah, I was like, think of it like this. You know how in Buffy the Vampire Slayer or in any other like long-running television show you've got like the first two seasons they're in the library like that's their main go-to spot and then the library gets burnt down so in the third season they're at buffy's house and then buffy's house gets invaded by vampires so in the fourth season they're all staying at the bookstore the magic store <laughs> it was like think of it like that we're in the third season now and now we're at favor's place not the ring she was like I, okay i get it <laughs> that's that's funny because you, you you have such a like a a video production writer's mind like i never yeah. would have thought of like putting it in that context at all but like it makes perfect sense by the way my sister is like the hugest buffy fan i remember oh, yeah. i remember Before the episode me. when buffy's mom died and it was like just fucking you know everyone lost their shit cuz like yeah. and then she she would like go into detail she's like no you don't understand there was no backtracking music in that whole episode because they yeah. set the mood for that blah 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 like and i was, and, and so like you mentioning that specific show is funny cuz i'm like it's the one show i actually kind of know a little bit about because of my sister but jo- Joss Whedon's a, a genius director some of the things he's that was, done that was one of his earlier ones right uh when the mom died or just Buffy in general? Just Buffy in general. That was one of his earliest ones. You know, he started doing the movie and he quit like halfway through because he didn't like what they were doing with it. And then it changed directors and it turned into this goofy yeah, you know, the pile movie of was pretty goofy. Yeah. And then, but then they called him back and they were like, we're thinking about making it a show. And he was like, okay, but only if I could do it the way I want. And they were like, sure. And he was like, you got it. And then it's, I mean, it's one of the most loved television shows to this day. It's, 
and and me and me and the wife we, we've watched every episode about six or seven times honestly so it's just one of the ones we got into yeah that's pretty cool i there's it's it's cool when you find like that show that you connect with yeah your if you have a significant other that like you just both can't wait to like sit down and watch together yeah our next big one was uh sons of anarchy we watched that twice in a row we watched the whole series and then started from the beginning and watched the whole thing again and now they're coming out with the mayans which is a spin-off and that's coming off i don't know and like i think this week coming up so we're gonna watch that so that should be good too so we're we're ready to go nice there's so many shows now it's amazing <laughs> um so for anyone who is not a member of uh favors community I, I do want to do a quick like so for those who don't know favor has a really amazing backstory we're not we won't go too deep on it but he's he's been a club owner he has written uh scripts right no you were in you were you wrote you've written stuff that's actually made it on screen right yeah that's even a poster that i wrote and directed behind me uh I mean, why don't you why don't you give us just like the the super abridged version of where you come from? Okay, so I bartended my way through college, paid everything in dollar bills, <laughs> uh, went to New York Film Academy, got a degree in screenwriting. Uh, as I continued bartending, I moved up into uh, management positions just just for more money, and then it actually worked out because getting a job as a screenwriter is not easy because right. it's not like super competitive like, probably yeah it's not like you could walk over to screenwriters are us and hand in your application you have to have packets of scripts and and just say i wrote this i wrote this I wrote this and they could go no and, and then that's it so it's kind of when they say it's who you know it's who you know and they're, and they're not kidding and so i kept moving up the ladder uh and ended up running a nightclub in new york for a couple of years and we ended up getting um like awards for number one bar in the country and things like that. And uh, one day, Johnny Mesner, who's an actor, if you look him up, you'll be like, oh, that guy, because he's just kind of in everything. Yeah. Uh, he walked in and I recognized him and we got to talking and I said, you know, I'm a screenwriter. And he said, that's funny because I just started uh, a production company with a, with a buddy of mine who's an agent um, and it was called Johnny Be Good Productions. And I said, well, I any chance I can send you some stuff? And he said, yeah, why not? So I sent it to him. And two days later, he was like, let's meet at a, a restaurant. I was like, oh, shit, you wow. know, let's let's do this. That's like so fast. Yeah, it was fast. And, and what blew my mind was so I meet him there and he was quoting lines from one of the scripts I wrote, um, which was a, a comedy. And he was laughing like, you know, if you see like you go with your buddies to a movie and you guys leave like, what about what he said this? What about what he said that? He was doing that to me about my script, and I was like, "Oh my god, it was like the coolest moment of my life." <laughs> I bet, dude, that's crazy. He was like, "What we're doing right now is we're actually um, like intercepting scripts that were purchased um, and have actors attached to them, but we need a better writer to fix the script." So you'd be doing rewrites for us, and I was like, "I'm down with that." And he was like, "Okay." So he handed me the first one; it was attached to Bruce Willis, and I was like. Like I couldn't believe it because wow. it just happened so fast, and uh, so I rewrote that script. Um, as that was going on, I uh, since I got so into it, I uh, produced uh, my very own horror film, which is behind me. That's uh, the poster for it, and chopped it around. Uh, uh, 
festivals, film festivals, and then um, we did another comedy. Then I tried to uh, we we shopped a television show around that I tried to get going. It just very hard to get a TV show around. And then uh, so the guy Johnny, he I got a couple more jobs out of him. All of a sudden he had twins. He got this big role in a Denzel Washington movie, and he was like, "I don't have time to have a production company anymore." And we're like, "Oh, okay. I'll just try and figure it out." And then, as figuring that out, I had switched careers. Uh, I was working heavy on the uh, the screenwriting, and then was hit by a drunk driver. And the last two and a half years, uh, going on three, it'll be three in January. Three years, I've had multiple spinal surgeries up in my neck all the way down to my lumbar spine and uh uh, now i'm more robot than man because they've added all different uh rods of steel (laughs) and then because of that two years ago uh because i was bored at home and losing my mind because i couldn't just do nothing i had found uh, through YouTube, I had found out what Twitch was because I didn't even know what Twitch was at the time. Right. Uh, I was watching Souls videos from guys like Paragon DS and Epic Name Bro and Fighting Cowboy. And I was like, oh, let me check this out. And I started watching it. And then I was just like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm, there's no problem. Why not? You could hit the share button on a PlayStation. And all I had was that little, the little mic that hung pretty much like this. Just you hung know, out of your ear. It just hung out of my ear. It was only one ear. You could barely hear me, but I just went for it and never stopped. And that was it. That's the story. Hmm. And next week's my last week, and that's the last you'll ever hear from me. Thank you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> next week, you're done. Yeah, that's it. I'm, never I'm gonna, over it. Never going to stream again. No, I'm over it. It's not fun anymore. Just get out of here. <laughs> I would show up at your house and beat you up. She's not even kidding. I, I I have no doubt. She's she's yeah. a sassy minx, man. She she will yeah. not let I that stand for her. a second. No she's got a Twitch cup and everything. She'll shove it straight up your b-hole. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> I have pea solid, but that's a thing. Um, I actually have a question about that later, courtesy okay. of Frosty. Um, is it so? You said you you started off doing rewrites. Uh, kind of last question, like digging into your past a little bit. I, cause I listen to a lot of podcasts about, you know, that industry and, uh, there's, so from what I understand, there's some people that that is their career. Like the, you've never heard yeah. their names before, but they're some of the most prolific, like rewriters. All they do is take scripts and rewrite them and improve them and ship them out. Well, the problem is, is that most scripts, when they are picked up by an agent or a production company or everything, they see the idea. They don't really care about the script. Right. So if I if I come up with the best, if I came up with the deer for the Matrix, but my script sucked, but they look at it and say, damn, we can make money on this. They're going to say, okay. They'll hand it to their in-house rewriters and actually make it not suck. Exactly. And and that's really, you know, companies like... um, uh, Disney Pixar are known for that very much. They're they're one of the only companies that really have like a writing staff rather than because Warner Brothers they don't really have a writing staff. They have people on contract and stuff. But like Disney Pixar has like an office building filled Internal with writers. writers, right? Yeah, and none of and there's actually a really good documentary, um, and it shows how they make their stories from start to finish, and and it, and it looks like the funnest job in the world. You're just sitting around thinking of these dumb. 
you know, family friendly, but family friendly jokes and like, all right, let's see how we can figure that in. How can we make the audience cry? How can we make the audience love our main character? How can we make them hate the villain? And how can we surprise them in the end? And how can we make enough money that they say, let's make a second one? And they just go through it and they love what they're doing. And it looks like a play. It's almost like how the guys who do South Park, how they just all get together in a room of writers and say, you guys got an idea? We got an idea. All right, write it really quick. Change this, change this. Okay, boom. And then they send the tape out. It's it's very similar to Disney Pictures Art, just on a much bigger and longer scale. Right. That's crazy, man. It's it, it, it it's crazy how fast that whole process happens, how they just grind yeah. that stuff out. Like, they've, they're so in tune with it. Um, a couple quick fire questions before we move on to Pink Rambo. Thank you so much, uh, Favor, for kind of breaking all that down for us. Hey, no uh, problem people getting to know you i know there's a lot of people here from your community but there are some here from mine who have no idea who you are so i wanted to make sure they know they know who the man is the myth the legend mr glorious favor 14 i gotta get used to saying favor 14 i like calling you people say favor no i like calling people <laughs> by their by their full screen name i usually do that too and people always say like okay if i were looking i see engineer gandalf the pink Every single time that that guy came into my chat, I would say, Engineer Gandalf the Pink. And I'd say, you <laughs> exactly. call me Gandalf. And I'm like, no, sir. You are Engineer Gandalf the Pink. Right. They, they picked that name. That's full title. Yeah. Yeah. Goes on. Yeah. Uh, James, do you know the full title? Can you? It's like Engineer Gymnast College Student Gandalf the Pink. I th- oh. No. And Minion Masters Professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that in there. All right. So, uh, Mr. Faves, what's your favorite curse word? Uh, it's fuck. I say fuck. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Everybody always says it's the C-bomb, but, like, I say it sometimes, but it's not my favorite. I just, I can't help it. I say fuck in every single way that you could do it. I yell it. I scream it. I whisper it. I caress it. It's it's a good one. You touch it with a stick? Oh, um, every day. What noise do you love? Is there a specific noise or sound or like part of a song or it could be anything? For example, uh, one example is Mr. Swa Music. His example was the sound of a lightsaber. He said it like takes him back to his childhood. Just that. That is a good one. Is there a a specific sound that when you hear it, it just like transports you to a place in time? It's... uh from Legend of Zelda Link to the Past when oh. you get a rupee at that oh the chling yep, yeah chling. every time I it's hear got that, that little bit of a metallic like yeah, yeah. crystal and, and sound to it that game that game it, uh, me and my dad played that that was that was our game Dude, virtual we, high five I played through that game with boom. my dad and that's probably yeah. like all time one of my favorites it's fun it's funny that that comes out because so him and I played that game from start to finish and I mean we were in that game hard and it took a long time to beat it like way back then and we would actually call up the video game hotline be like, <laughs> the Nintendo Power Hotline or whatever so it's funny because so just an hour ago or two hours ago I was on the phone with him he's having his hip he's having a hip replacement surgery tomorrow yeah and we were talking about you know the recovery and he said I just went out and bought the Super Nintendo Classic because I want to play that Zelda we played. Remember when you were a kid? I was like, dude, I have the Super Nintendo Classic and I play that game all the time. He was like, duh, you gotta come over. We're gonna do that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we're awesome. like planning like the second playthrough. That's funny. 
but yeah man that 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 sound dude that brings me back every time it's just those that instant nostalgia where you're just like i feel good right now you know i love that all right i have a new question that i'm very interested to ask i've been switching up these questions for our guests okay if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the gates gg <laughs> yes <laughs> get your ggs here yeah that's a good one <laughs> all right last one and then we're gonna move on to pink rambo and get some details okay. with some deets <laughs> oh actually no we'll do that after um room desk and car which one do you clean first room room yeah i uh i'm one of those people that it's funny because i'm looking at my desk and it's always clean because i'm actually very very neat i'm kind of like don't put it in the wrong place but i'm one of those people that and mrs faves thinks it's the most adorable thing in the world when i wake up i have to make the bed first thing i ever do is make the bed because i heard oh forever ago someone had said you want to be successful in life, get up and make your bed. It's the first thing that you do, and it sets the tone for the rest of the day that you're going to get shit done. I have heard and that, I, too. I, who, mm-hmm. I can't remember who said it, but I've heard that many times. There's a couple of things. They say, like, uh, successful people always make their bed in the morning and brush their teeth before they go to bed because it's, it's it just keeps them in ro- routine, and then it, it sets the tone day and night day and night that you're you're gonna get stuff done no matter what it is whether you know i can wake up and be exhausted and and not want to make the bed but i'll say make the bed let's make the bed and then you'll be like it's done now i can relax you know so right bed uh bedroom i'll clean the bedroom first all right bedroom and so desk is just always clean i need to clean it yeah and you know what i do too is um when i'm done streaming i put everything back where it belongs even if even if I'm if I got somewhere to go, I, I'm very adamant at making everything where it is because I'm one of those people like if I have to leave when I come home, if the place is a mess, I can't get comfortable. Right. Oh, I dude, I am the same way. The yeah. first thing I do when I get home is if anything is I like I got to I got to do this, put that away, clean this up. Oh, yeah. that doesn't go yeah. there. And then I can't sit in a messy room. I just yeah, I, I, I feel like super uncomfortable to s- just yeah. sit. So in I a mess. try and tidy up before I leave. So when I come back. I can just sit down. Yep. Boom. Cool. That's awesome. I we have a lot in common in that aspect because I'm the same way. Like Lady Navia make dinner and like I'll eat my food and I'll immediately stand up and wash the dishes. Like I can't stand just having dishes. Like I don't I that's the if that stuff starts to pile up, I literally will sit there and think about it. I'm like, oh there's dishes <laughs> in the sink. I can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh Favor, what are you not good at? Uh, I'm trying to think of like because there's plenty that I'm not good at. I'm trying to think of like a good answer. Um, I guess thinking of a good answer, is a good <laughs> answering um, shitty questions on the fly. <laughs> I am. I I can give you a good example of just something that happened recently. Is that I learned I am really bad at when i'm streaming if i'm talking if listen, paragon was on my stream we we're playing for honor and we were both talking to each other and i completely ignored the chat completely oh. i couldn't keep up how dare then, you i know i'm, I'm just I'm playing 
Mm-hmm. Two years, two years I've been streaming. I never have people in my ear. I kind of, oh, it's always just been like my thing. Like, no, 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 I'll, I'll entertain you. You sit back and relax. Don't worry about me. When I started doing more multiplayer stuff and you kind of have to have people in your ear and I'm like trying to learn, man, because I've always prided myself on paying more attention to the chat than the game. And now I'm like paying more attention to the game, the chat. And they're all fucking with me because they're in the chat like, Fair's not paying attention to me. He's ignoring me. So that's what I'm bad at. I feel like Pink Rambo was one of those probably giving you shit. <laughs> no? <laughs> she no. was doing she was on mod duties. Speaking yeah. of which, uh banning we, everyone who was talking shit. We got a raid just now. I do want to recognize it. I appreciate you guys being here if you're here for the first time. This is a podcast, so generally uh, the format is we don't tend to interact with chat quite as much. We got a solid discussion going on here. You're welcome to chime in. Occasionally we'll pick something out of chat, but for the most part, uh, we are focusing on talking to each other and getting to know our guests, Favor and uh, Pink Rambo. So now that we've gotten to know Favor quite thoroughly, thank you mm-hmm. so much. That's, those are some, some, we, we went deep. We went deep and hard. Hard and deep. Oh, yeah. Hashtag uh, no lube is what you say over there on your yeah, channel. Yeah, no lube. If you if we're gonna do it, you're gonna feel it. <laughs> never any lube. Never, ever, ever. Never, ever. Well, I mean, when Favor walks in a room, he makes everyone moist anyway. So when does Boom. he? He doesn't even need it. Boom. Even it's the guys, true. it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. My, like happen. my body just started leaking from places, yeah. and I was like, "Who is this guy? How how does he do it?" <laughs> it's true. It's true. The laughing's not good for the scars. Oh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I can't move my face too much. The scars will fall off. Yeah. No, no, it's not. It's not, they'll actually break. Oh, okay. So, uh, Pink Rambo, how are you? I'm doing great. I just got a notification from my mom that she's watching. <gasps> oh, hello, oh, Pink hi, Rambo's mom. mom. Hey, there. mom has one of my shirts. Call her. Mom has one of your vintage shirts. Yeah, man. It's Mom Rambo. Do we have to be on our best behavior? No more cussing. Fuck no. She said, "Fuck, fuck no." No, she watches my stream sometimes. It's, <laughs> trust me, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, like I'll I'll have I'll have uh, favor stream open when my mom's over and we're just chilling, and I'm like, hey, favor, my mom's here. Can you give her a shout out? And then it's just like, hey, Rambo's mom, what's going on? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I even did it when my dad was one of the days I was at home at my parents over Christmas. I uh, I had favor give a shout out to my dad. Who also has some of uh, Favor's yeah. vintage? Um, Favor's got good merch. I'm not gonna lie. Favor's it's... vintage merch. I have Favor's vintage merch. Actually, it's sexy. Where the oh, money's at? She plugged this brand new merch now that goes along with the name change. Get it all, all right. over at the site. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Favor, I'm still broke. When I post oh, this on yeah. YouTube, September, I will post. And I'm gonna update my merch for you. Okay, I promise. Deal. <laughs> I was gonna say when this goes up on YouTube, I will have all of your social links, including your merch store favors. So people will be nice. able to, you know, if you go watch this later on on YouTube, you'll have all those links. And you guys are welcome to post any links you want in chat. My guests, um, hype it up. Tell the people what you do and how you do it. Um, Pink Rambo, how long have you been doing cosplay? <laughs> So the first time I cosplayed, um, God, was back in 2012. And I went as a very awful Blood Moon Akali from League of Legends. Ooh, I love Akali. 
Yeah, but I hate that they updated awful. her splash. By the way, I loved how like she was almost falling out all the time, and they were like, "No, we can't do that." Yeah, anymore. it was just side boob. Yeah, like yeah. a little teeny strip of cloth, and it's just like, "Oh, those yeah. are those are falling out." The second she throws a dagger, those are falling out. <laughs> those yeah. are just falling out everywhere. But yeah, no, no, I did a blood moon one, so it had like the fake mono. So what? like, and it was like just a really short kimono with like long sleeves, and my my commas were made out of cardboard, and the handles to toilet plungers. Nice. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, though. Like, no, absolutely, absolutely. That's how you learn. For, and and I really loved the photo shoot because it was this huge photo shoot, and um, there was a guy dressed as Pantheon, like classic Pantheon. His armor was made out of duct tape, and it was painted. Nice. I still have the kimono and it still has yellow paint from where he rubbed up against my back. Mm. Uh, nice memories. My favorite Akali uh, skin is uh, Nurse Akali. I, that, I'm never going to do that. It's <laughs> it's one of the only skins I've ever paid for in League of Legends. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how much money I spent on League of Legends because I played that game for nine years. Oh yeah, no, I fucking I've played that game since I bought a box copy of League of Legends at Walmart. They don't sell by like I I bought it like way back in the day before it was. My brother did too. Yeah, I still have the box. I should go get it and show it to you guys sometime. I'm very proud. Did you get of the it. map with it? Yeah, no, it's like the fold out, the three fold box. Um, and it, and it came with the, uh, silver Akali skin, which is like the only way you could get that skin was to buy the box copy. Yep. So it's one of like the top three rarest skins. I'm very proud of it. It's one of my few nerd accomplishments that I'm very proud of. So along with, uh, obviously, you, you know, your cosplay game has gotten better. The makeup's on point, got the hair, got the jacket. Uh, where does the D and D come in? Was that? So when I moved to Toronto two years ago, three years ago, it'll be three years this coming February. Okay. So when I moved to Toronto, I was like, at, during my last year of college, we talked about doing a D&D session, but it never got off the ground. So when I got to Toronto, a friend of mine was like, hey, we have room in our D&D group. We play on Sundays from seven till midnight. And I'm like, well, I have nothing else to do. Hey, can I play? I've never played before. And they're like, absolutely. We're playing Pathfinder. Which, by the way, for, for those that don't really know, it's about two versions back from 5th edition, so it's complicated as hell. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Pathfinder way more like complicated than D&D? My first foray into tabletop gaming was Pathfinder. Oh, God. <laughs> and I had a blast you that just campaign, immediately you were hooked yep yep that campaign ran for nearly a year uh my character fell in love with another player like with another party member um we found out that a different party member was actually my character's father um controversy oh. controversy we went back in time and my character slept with the younger version of the character she winds up getting in like getting married to you get some mcfly shit yeah yeah, yeah. Pair of twins were born nine months later. Terrible. And you think I'm ki- you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. We did the second edition of that campaign, and me and the guy that played the character that I got married to, we played the twins. Oh mm. no! <laughs> that just moved from Back to the Future to uh, Futurama. 
Yeah. I don't know if anyone follows the time travel story in Futurama. Shit gets weird. And then I met um, a DM, Captain Sack. That is his name. Captain Sack. Uh, Captain Sack. Captain Sack. S A Q. S A Q. Okay. Yeah. Sack. Um, he and uh, we ran one for a uh, Reaper seventy six Discord. It didn't go very far, but you know. And so we kept in touch. And when he was like, "Oh, we're going to be playing this campaign. Would you like to join us?" I'm like, "Absolutely." Like, excuse me. Yeah. Yes. No, you you seem super into it. Uh, I I'm I wish I had more experience with D and D because I like I the one the first time I went in your channel, you were like doing some art of a frame, like a broken frame with like a married couple, and you were like telling me the whole backstory and like you know it seems like you get really into the uh, the whole creative process behind the game too. Like, because, like, for example, uh, I, I jumped into that stream today that, uh, what, what's that group called? Dire Bear Adventuring Company. We're, we're attempting to become the next critical role. Mm. Yeah. Attempting so, is the key word. <laughs> no, but, like, I noticed you weren't one of the key players, but, like, you're one of the artistic, like, you're doing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, right? Like, you're involved. Oh, no, 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 no. I should have been in there today. Oh, really? Mm. Yes, I wasn't on stream because the guy who was coming for a fitting for his commission was not here at 5 o'clock oh. like he said he was trying to be. He didn't get here till 6.30, mm. and I had to do a fitting with him and then having to leave early from the session to come prep for this. And by that point, it was like I was going to be in session for 20 minutes. Oh. And I'm like, okay, Cap, I'm just going to make the decision. I'm not going to be there tonight. Um, and go without me but normally i'm there i'm the medical officer on wednesday night the character that i was drawing was my own oh okay with her with her ex-fiance they were supposed to get married uh but it became more of an obligation for him it was just something he should do not because he loved her and she's like i don't want to marry somebody who doesn't love me even though she was still very much in love with him despite it all and then he shows up on her door like a week before she leaves for space, never to return, and says, can you please look after my brother? And she's like, well, I can't say no to you, so yes, of course, I will look after your brother. And now said brother is doing dumb shit on spaceship because I wasn't there this week. <laughs> yeah, it looks like in chat we've got a couple Nara fans. You guys are welcome to drop the link to your uh, uh, your Twitch channel. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they, they have a whole campaign going on. Like, it's uh, it, it impresses the shit out of me how deep those so stories go. I think Favored probably appreciated as, like, the whole screenwriting. Like, the, the stories are pretty complex. Uh, one thing we didn't even touch on, Favor, was the whole, uh, you know, you're a huge, avid fan of wrestling. And those yeah. those plots, those are like... like muscle soap operas like, like there's so many intertwining stories and like how complex they are it's kind of funny because both of you are really involved in that that creative process in different ways in different mediums but you actually have a lot in common in that way right so yeah. it, it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear you talk about how i like because i don't i like i i make fart jokes you know, <laughs> that's the extent of my writing abilities. Like, I don't have the attention span for it. So, like, it's really, really inspiring 
to me to like hear how passionate you are and just to be able to sit down and create these elaborate worlds and just like I, it's 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 super cool. So I, I have mad respect to both of you for that. Um, I keep trying to get Favor to come play D and D with me. <laughs> yeah, but I want to be the I want to be the dungeon master. But I, they tell me I have to learn so much shit. I'm like, man, eh, dude, is, this I is just want to create you to come, stories. This is why I'm telling head. you to come play with me. I'll teach you how to play. Well, I can't. You come be one of my players. You, okay. I'll teach you how to play, and then you can run your own goddamn game. And yes. I want to be in it because I want to fucking be a player in the fucking <laughs> favor game. <laughs> I the, demand. They, Dude, being be a dungeon master is a yeah. huge undertaking. Like yes, people it is. don't to, I know. to be a good dungeon master because you can just be like you know fucking have the book sitting there and just like okay now you do this. But like in order to create a narrative and take people on a journey and be able to make those decisions on the fly, it is not. I I did dungeon master once and I was like, dude, this is. Because I, you know, yeah, because especially when you have a certain level, like favor, for example, I know for a fact you would have a certain level of like quality that you would have to have. So you you would literally take all of your time to ensure that everyone in that D&D experience is having the the best possible experience. Maybe we need to do a DLC, a D&D or something like. (laughs) I know we've been talking about doing, um. That cards against humanity. I know that's completely different, but I know we've been talking about doing that, which is would be like a full DLC thing. The uh, the D and D I would love to do. I just I can't imagine I'd have the time to do no, it. No, it's a I huge wanted, commitment. Uh, I uh, she I actually play every day. Oh my god! So I can't do that. <laughs> Pink Rambo made she created her own D and D campaign uh, that followed Dark Souls three. That was really cool, and, and I came by and watched a bunch. You know, you couldn't really chat because they were doing the game, so it's kind of like this where I would just sit and watch. But it blew my mind how much, just how much was put into it because, like, lore, eat, lore. Uh, yes. <laughs> even though she yeah. had all lore, even though she had like the boss layout and like you know the actual game was very created. She had it was like. Oh, you rolled a six. Oh, well, you can't hit him in the knee anymore. You're going to have to come over here. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, this would blow my mind. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I, man, I would, if I had the time, I'd probably be super addicted to it. But I just, there's no way. There's yeah. no way I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. That Dark Souls campaign was a lot of fun to run. Um, it is the only time as a DM it is acceptable to attempt to kill your players. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's the whole objective of Dark Souls. Yep. Invasion. Um, they got to the Solo Cinder fight, and I one shot the tank twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I invented, I invented a respawn mechanic. I invented a hollowing mechanic. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, it yeah, was it was really Dark crazy. Souls three. Um, I created a party of NPCs that was like. Solaire. Dude, you knew, you two need to get together and you need to like get this into a book format and sell that shit. Like like people would yeah. like for real, you could create your own like Dark Souls Pathfinder D&D like book series and people would buy the shit out of that. Like oh, absolutely. With, with the amount of detail and time and, and stuff that you put into that, I dude, that's amazing. Like yeah, that you should buy I, that. I had made my own pogs. I took all of the like actual <laughs> pogs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, you have a I created 
the maps um, were from the game itself. So like I pulled the world maps from the wiki and turned them into D&D maps. Um, I had stat blocks. Like I had a, uh, an Excel spreadsheet with all of their boss battles on it. What each character had for AC um, or armor class, what each character had for health and what they did for attacks. Did they have special attacks? Was there more than one phase? Yeah, I I just I ran with it. That was a that was a fun one to do, and then I had to stop because I was getting burnt out. Because it, it's a lot of work. DMing is a lot of work. Oh, absolutely. Um, I DM two consistent games every other Sunday and every Thursday. Wow, you're the best. And I play in I play in three. And I've got a new one starting up every second Friday. That's live at my house with my nerd friends in Toronto. Um, Saturdays have, are hit and miss. But you have time for all that. Mm -hmm. I make time. Yeah. Mm. Also, until recently, I've been unemployed. Oh, until recently. Yeah, I start school on Tuesday. Oh, mm. nice. Like you know, I like. They're joking in chat that like she sounds like a nerd. I, I'm guessing they're friends of yours, and and I countered and said that she's the best kind of nerd. Like being a good being a good DM is pretty selfless. Like no, you know, it's not like you get paid to do it. It's just like you 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 passionately care about giving everybody else in that room the best experience possible. And, and and I love tying my characters into the story. I'm always like, if you guys have ideas for your backstories, tell me. I'll work them in. Um, most recently on my Thursday night campaign, um, my druid was like, oh, well, let's have my family be part of these cults that's going around. <laughs> and I'm like, like absolutely. Like Mormons or what? <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're actually evil cults. Like they're, they're absolutely evil cults looking to gain this power from these gods and turn it against everybody in the world and enslave the world kind of deal. All right. All right. Well, they're druids. The druids, you know, trying to save the only good brother left in the family. I, uh, dude, like I'm, I'm so overwhelmed by how much information you're throwing in my <laughs> face. I can't, I can't even keep up with it. Evil Mormons. Yeah. No, I make that joke because I used to be Mormon. For those who are from my community, you know that I, I, I was Mormon until I was thirty. So, mm -hmm. uh. Occasionally, I'll throw out a little Mormon joke, but uh, one more question for you. On your Twitch, it said uh, DPS main. On your Twitter, it said Marksman main. Ex uh -oh. Explain yourself. So my Twitter for the longest time was actually used for when I wrote for esports. Who'd you write for? Any specific? I wrote for CLG. Oh, really? Counterlogic oh. Gaming, yes. None of my stuff ever got published on the site, but I got paid for it. Fuck so. mm. I I'm wrote for CLG. Uh, I also wrote for Liquid Legends. I actually have mm. published work on Liquid Legends. Okay. Um, But I kind of realized that it was going to take too much work and too much effort for me to continue with that. And so I kind of left it. I never really updated it from Marksman Main because... That was about the time when they changed the title of 80 Carry to Marksman. Oh, and in League? I, 
Yeah, in league. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I remember that. I've always, I've always been a marksman main. Yeah. Always. Except for season one, where I was learning how to play, and my friends were just like, oh, it's fine. Just play a Moomoo bot lane. Everything will be fine. And I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> I hate you. Season one was just a bunch of people not knowing what to do, and then there, building whatever you wanted. There was no yeah. meta. I, I, I actually yeah. kind of oh, no, no, liked no. it. No, no, meta was AD carry mid lane with the mage and some sort of form of support bot lane. With Lord yeah, but ish. Like even then, top. it wasn't even yeah, that concrete. But it wasn't a solid meta, right? Now it's like, oh, well, you have to have this, and you have to have this, and if you don't have this, well, screw you. Yep. All right. Meta where you got boots and everything else was wards. Yep, yeah. boots and wards. Oh, Jana with the gold items and boots and wards. So the best Jana build ever. We're gonna hit you with the same uh, quick fire questions. Uh, favorite curse word? Dick waffle. <laughs> ah, yes. Original. Yes. I was gonna say fuck, but favor already said it. I had to come up with something else. You know, what dick you... waffle is definitely my next go-to. Dick waffle sounds painful. That is not. Is that a position? Is that like <laughs> a? How does? <laughs> uh, back when I had my license, that was the the most common thing I would shout when people didn't know how to drive. When you're alone in your car and no one can hear you, you fucking dick waffle. No, I'd say it when there were people in my car. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know which ones I was reminded of? The other? Dick waffle reminds me. Uh, a couple of my favorite ones were uh, butt sack mm. and ball crack. Just kind of, you know, you kind of mix the two up. Because people, it catches them off guard. Those are those are two. D- they're up there for me. Dick waffle. I love I love compound words. I love things with lots of syllables. So, Dick Waffle, I, I commend you. That is a very good. It has way more syllables than fuck. Hmm. Yeah, but fuck is so much more versatile. It's true. F- I mean, fuck is a noun, a verb, a. a or every con- word conjunction. in a fucking sentence. It's true. What about the, the sound question? Same question for you. Is there a sound that you love or a sound that transports you through time and space? The gold hitting the ground from Diablo One. <gasps> the sh- yeah, like, yeah. I can't even imitate. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah. I used to do the gold spawn glitch where you'd pick up a potion right when you pick up the gold, so you could double your stack. So I heard that sound yeah. many times. My dad um, got me into playing Diablo. Got me into playing Doom as well. But Doom doesn't. Doom Doom's noises didn't fill me with the same sort of nostalgia that Diablo's did. Um, but definitely that gold hitting the ground, sitting there watching my dad, like, fight Diablo back so, in, frag 1999. Oh, yeah. So long ago. Let me ask you a question. So, I used to play Diablo, and my friends, I, like, I, you know, I was focusing on my, uh, casting my spells and attacking and dodging and stuff, and <laughs> I had my friend, I was such an asshole, I had my friend have his hand on the row of potions. His only job was to watch my health and press the fucking number buttons so that he could pop potions for me. <laughs> did, did your dad, did you have any such task for your father? Did he have you, like, helping not, with the game? or Not for dad. Um, but definitely, I used to do it with my mom. Yeah. Like, we, we all played Diablo. Oh, okay. Um, Dude, that's cool. Um, and then Diablo 2 came out, and my brother and I were actually old enough to be allowed to play it as well. 
Um, and so we, like, the entire family played nothing but Diablo 2 for the longest time. And then Diablo 3 came out, and my Christmas present to them was getting them the last expansion. Uh, at the time, it was the, the only expansion for Diablo 3. Dark Souls? Hard or, copies. Uh, uh, it was uh, the Malthiel one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That gives you Act 5. Yeah. That was my Christmas present to my parents and my brother after buying it myself so that we could all just sit there and play together. Nice. Um, moving forward, same thing. If heaven exists and you showed up at the gates, uh, what would you like to hear God say when you arrived? I'm proud of you. That's real. It's true. See, Favor, why can't you come up with something meaningful like that? To fucking GG. No, just... <laughs> I, I mean, GG is kind no, of the same thing. I'm just playing. No, for, for Favor, it's, it's more prophetic for GG. Yeah. You know, yeah. After, after all the shit that he's been through, GG is, GG is prophetic for him. Oh, I, um, yeah, Jimmy. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> See, I'm required to give you a back, little shit. Man. You're his mod. You have to defend exactly. him. It's true. You're a good mod. The best. James, why don't you ever defend me? <laughs> I mean, one of the you best. Shit, true. there's a lot here. Shit, she's <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> we won't tell anyone. What was that, James? I was like, Jimmy, you're a grown man. You have the strength <laughs> to defend yourself. That's true. <laughs> um, um... Room, desk, and chair, what do you clean first? Room, desk, and chair, or room, desk, and car? Oh, sorry, car, not chair. Who can fucking clean your chair? That's <laughs> um, why she's the best Room, mom. desk, and car, this which is, one do you clean first? This is this is gonna drive all of you nuts, because I can see just how clean, like, all three of you are. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a system, I, I know where everything is. Yes, yes. We cleaned my room so we could reorganize it to put in my sewing table, which is actually what I'm sitting at right now. And I went looking for my heat gun today, and I couldn't find it because we moved it while we were cleaning. And I called my mother, and I'm like, Mom, do you know where my heat gun is? And she's like, I have no idea where we put it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I need that. I do not want to use my hair dryer. Yeah. So, so you just you have your own system. I, you know, that's what most hoarders say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I just play. I have sixteen boxes of fabric. I mean, but that's part of your thing, though. Like, you need those. Yeah, no, no. All of my boxes contain stuff that I need. I'm not hoarding anything. It's just full of stuff I need, and it's relatively organized. I just don't clean up. Like, I have pop cans littering my desk right now. Um, if I had a car, it would be filthy. Um. I'm not going to talk about my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's growing. Nothing's growing yet. I rinse everything off. I just don't wash it all. No cockroaches, no ants. No cockroaches, no bugs. I haven't planned on growing. (laughs) Um, But no, if I I had to clean something, it's always the desk. Because if the desk is clean, then I can at least function. Because I spend most of my time on the computer. Nice. All right, last one. What are you not very good at? I mean, other than cleaning. Oh. <laughs> um, what am I not very good at? I'm actually relatively bad with understanding when too much is too much. Mm. Um, 
In what way? I, Do you have an I, example? Uh, the filter between my brain and my mouth, almost non-existent. I sometimes, like, overshare facts of my life that are not appropriate in the situation we're in. And you agreed um, to come on a podcast? I know, <laughs> you're, right? You're in trouble. It's a but I'm not, drink, and a I'm not drinking booze, though. I'm not drinking booze, so as long as I'm not drinking, I'm usually pretty... Like, just because you are doesn't mean I have to. <laughs> What's in that purple cup? <laughs> Pepsi, actually. Mmm, Pepsi sounds good. So, uh, one thing, Pink Rambo, uh, you specifically had something that you said you wanted to talk about. You wanted to give a PSA to the people about cosplay and what is and is not appropriate. So, Pink Rambo is going to break it down for us real quick. Then we're going to take a short break. Uh, y'all can go hit the bucket, drink your drink, smoke your smoke, do what you do. And when we come back, right after that short break, we're doing the Sheaf's motherfucking beef. We got some fresh beef right off the grill. So, the Pink beef. Rambo, can you break that down for us? All right. So, the movement is called Cosplay is Not Consent. And the really big thing about that is, like, you should always ask if you're going to take pictures of people in cosplay. Um... If you want to take pictures with them, if you just want to take pictures of them. If or you, touch you know, them. Or touch them. Oh my god, I cannot stress that enough. Um, because if a cosplayer is sitting there eating food, probably not a good time to come up to them and be like, Hey, can I get a picture while their mouth is full of pizza? Makes sense. Um, if a cosplayer doesn't feel comfortable around you and says, You can take my picture, but I would prefer not to have the picture with you. Do not get offended. Understand that there are hundreds of people like you asking them to take pictures. Sometimes they don't like being near people. Despite going to conventions, some people actually have social anxiety. And they are very uncomfortable with people being super close to them. Um, if you see a female dressed in a skimpy outfit or guy is dressed in next to nothing, that does not give you permission to touch them just because they're mostly naked. There is a reason why most of my cosplays are full-bodied or, like, completely covered in armor or, you know, whatever. Because I don't get approached by people like that because I usually walk around with a very big gun. Or a very big sword. Makes sense. So, um, what would you say, then, if, if those are the do-nots of those in cosplay what would you say the do's are if someone like obviously people it, they might be impressed by what you're wearing there may like <laughs> frost made a joke but he has a good point maybe somebody wants a picture with soldier 76 eating pizza you know <laughs> like that's kind of a that's kind of a unique thing i guess but like yeah. so so if they're if you You've, you've made clear the don'ts of cosplay. What are some of the do's then? How how should someone approach you or kind of like uh, obviously you're in cosplay, which some would argue playing devil's advocate that you do want a certain amount of attention, right? Because you're dressed up as a character from whatever. So oh, absolutely. So what, what would be the right way to go about that? So sorry. So what you would do is you would come up to somebody and say, hey, favor i really like the, the zelda cosplay you're wearing but i can see that you're relaxing are you going to be here in the next five minutes and can i come back later and get a photo or would you mind if i take a photo and if not can i find you later because i really wanted a picture of your cosplay um you always want to seem like very non-threatening 
and I'm not going to lie, but a lot of nerds have a really hard time not doing that. <laughs> they just like have their phone, like lean in, like don't even yeah. ask. Yeah. Yep. Builder! And, you know, and it's like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And if they're, they look uncomfortable, it's like, oh, well, no, that's like, and if they say no, don't get upset. Yeah. What were you going to say, James? Do you remember that, that Reddit post I was going around after around Anime Expo? Where there's the female cosplayer and people are taking photos. And then the dude with his camera, he like grabs his phone. He's just like, and then he goes behind her because he wants a photo of her ass. And then it, it like blew up and it's like, that's like a definite, like, don't be that guy. <laughs> that is unacceptable. Or there was recently, this isn't cosplay related, but it's celebrity related because, you know, they're kind of, there's some, I would say there's three similar categories that overlap a little bit. Celebrities, cosplayers, and pregnant women. People have zero boundaries. (laughs) They're just like, seriously, they'll walk up and be like, oh, how many months are you? And like start touching on their stomach and shit. It's really like people have, for whatever reason, they think because a lady is pregnant uh, that you know, Frost can probably attest to this a little bit. It is, it is a thing. Like people, there's zero boundaries when you know certain people think that oh, they're a celebrity, they're used to it, or oh, they're in cosplay, they want the attention. They make a lot of assumptions about that person without like thinking that oh no, they're an actual person. They probably like maybe I should treat them like a person and not a you know. There and my point was that recently there was a video that that kind of blew up a little bit. Steven Tyler was walking into like an event or whatever and some dude went under the barrier, put his arm around Steven Tyler with his camera up like this and started taking selfies and Steven Tyler shoved the dude and everyone's like, "Dude, what an asshole." It's like, "No, like how do like look at it from his point of view. Who he some dude just walks up he has no idea who this guy is and just starts like Hugging him and touching him and taking pictures with him, like let's let's think about them as human beings and set some personal boundaries in general. I mean, you you know, like it, it. Yeah, they're dressed up as a cool character, but that doesn't give you the right to just throw all standard uh, niceties out the window. You'd think it'd be common sense, and unfortunately, that common sense is not as common as it sounds. Yep. They're more interested about the picture than than the actual scenario. They just want to be like, check out my, give me my likes and my thumbs. Give me everything <laughs> I need. So yeah. I mean, it all comes back to ultimately, we've had this conversation on the podcast a few times about social media and how it fuels a lot of this shitty behavior. Um, But, you know. It just makes me remember that one photo. I forget the actor. But she was eating dinner at a restaurant. And the, the lights were very low, so it was, like, really dark. And it's notorious because it's her. She's food in her mouth, and she's looking at the guy because the entire restaurant's very dark. He took a photo. His flash was on. Of course. So it just lit up everything, and she's just, like, at the guy, and it was, like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That someone was just like in their head was like, this is a perfect time to take a photo of this actor just eating at this restaurant. (laughs) This seems appropriate. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. uh, Like I said, we're going to take a very, very short break. Please stick around. I'm so glad you're all here. We're having a great discussion. When we come back, we're going straight into some beef. 
We got a hot, fresh Sheaf's beef. For those who don't know what Sheaf's beef is, our good friend Mashif, shout out and chat if anyone, uh, if we got a mod around. Mashif is a good friend of ours. He pre records a video every week, and uh, he's an angry old man, and he has two <laughs> topics for us to debate. Which one is the bigger beef? What is he mad about, and why does it matter? And there is a right answer, according to him. So we're going to have a fun discussion about Sheaf's beef when we get back. So uh, if you guys just want to mute yourself, uh, we'll be back in uh, about you know three to five minutes. I am back. Uh, we're going to jump into the Sheaf's beef in just a second. Before I do... I want to give a quick shout-out to Mr. Mashif, the man who makes the beef. Also, a quick shout-out to uh, Swa Music. He, The intro music and the first couple songs that you hear, also the music I use in the background of all my YouTube videos. It's a good friend of mine, Mr. Swa Music. Really nice dude. Um, I actually I think there's a command just for him. Go check him out. I've He's from my hometown. He makes sexy-ass music. He streams from time to time. He's got all the social medias. Please show him some love. Our guests today, again, are Mr. Favor. Favor14. Uh, it's going to take me a minute to get used to that. And Pink Rambo. Also, new development. These episodes, within the next day or two, they're up on YouTube. I would really appreciate it if you guys would check out the YouTube channel and subscribe and watch the videos there. I'm trying to make that grow a little bit. Obviously, they'll always be available on the Twitch channel as well. But uh, we're really trying to make the YouTube thing start to happen a little bit. And they're edited over there. So they're like trimmed down. They got an intro and an outro and all that stuff. We're uh, <laughs> Jimmy's cracking that web. Frost is helping me with that. He's kind of getting the YouTube stuff in order for me, so uh, yeah. He he he's quickly learning how uh, nitpicky I am, and I apologize. But thank you so much. Without Frost, the YouTube stuff would not have been possible. So he's he's making that happen. Thank you so much, Mister Frost. Also, next thing we're working on, it's coming soon. It will be available on iTunes and all your podcast apps. That's where we're going next. We're, we're saving up so we can buy some hosting and get these podcasts out there so you can listen to me in your car and shit. So that's coming up. So I'm going to bring our guests back on here, and we're going to hit the Sheaf's Beef hard. In fact, let's go straight into our media view. Uh, let me get my Sheaf's Beef up. You guys can go ahead and unmute yourselves, and we'll get the media view up. And there they are, these sexy... Ooh, beef. Mm. Sheaf's Beef. <laughs> Yeah, he he needs a. He, we were talking before the the podcast about getting. He's like, I hate introducing myself on these videos. I was like, Why don't you hire like Favor, or MJ Lance, or one of the DLC guys to like? Record? I could do it right now, off the top of my head. <laughs> do you need the beefiest of beefs, the sheefiest of sheaves that get yourself ready? Open up them buckles and eat some beef. It's sheaves beef. There you go. <laughs> I Boom. love it. <laughs> Very well done. Nice. There you go. You're, it's done. So, it's done. so here That's we go. $10,000. Do you guys all have the Sheaf's beef up? Do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So usually we do it on go, so I'll say one, two, three, go, and we'll all hit play. None of us have watched this. We're watching it for the first time with all of you guys. 
And uh, we're going to see what Sheaf has beef with this week. Are you guys ready? Let me pause mm-hmm. my music. Let me crank up the sound here. All right, on go. One, two, three, go. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sheaf's Beef. We're down here at JTR HNBR Studio Network Headquarters bringing you the beef. Now let's get to the man, Masheef. Welcome, welcome to the ring, everyone. I'm your host, Masheef. I'm bringing you two hot beefs this week, and we're going to see which is the beefiest. First beef. Check, stand, charity. Now let me break it down. Let me give you this scenario, okay? Close your eyes and think through this with me. You just got off work. It's been a long, grueling eight hours of job that you don't want to be at. You'd rather be at home. You get all your food finally, your beer, your your essentials for dinner that night, and you get going and you get in line. And the last thing they say before they ring you up is, sir, would you like to donate $5 to kittens and children with cancer and diabetes? It would really help the community. Your first response, that wall goes, now. But you can't just come out and say that. You'd be an asshole. There's a whole group of other people listening to what you say and what you do, and the store knows that they're peer pressuring you into donating that money. Now, here's the problem with that. If you just immediately donate to some charity that you know nothing about, you don't know where the money's going, you don't get the tax write-off, and the store gets all the goodwill, and they don't even match the donations dollar for dollar. It's a fucking scam. Knock the shit off, stores. Now, I got no problem with charity. I love charity, okay? It's really important that people donate and put money towards something or a cause that they believe in. But going to the grocery store and getting a case of beer and getting hit up for five bucks for toys for tots or some nonsense, it's not <laughs> the way to do it. This isn't how it works. Okay. If you want to donate to a charity and you want to feel good about that, go to charitynavigator.org. Okay. What this website does is you put in the charity and it'll tell you if they're 501c compliant, which is important for tax donations. And it makes it a little bit more legit as I far didn't as know like about how that. much of the money is actually going towards the charity and what they do with the money. So this will give you a breakdown on where every dollar goes. You would be fucking appalled to know that some charities will take a 90% administration fee for every dollar donated, which means if you give them a buck, 90 cents goes to the admins and 10% goes to the actual charity. So it's really important to be smart with your money when you're donating to charities. You want to find a charity that, A, you believe in, B, hopefully helps your community, something directly near you because obviously the government isn't providing that service, otherwise the charity wouldn't exist, and then C, that enough of the money is going towards the actual charity that you feel comfortable donating the money. If I give ten grand to someone, I don't want seven grand to go into the pocket of some asshole administrator. I want it to actually go towards the charity, the people that need it, the whole needy, the whole reason for the charity. Okay? Be smart with your charitable na- donations. Please go to charitynavigator.org. Look them up. Make sure it's a worthy cause. Okay? That's why the checkout charity is the first beef of the week. Okay. Second beef. Diaper dumpers. Now, these animals, these what? savages, I don't know these what that terrible, is. shitty parents setting a terrible, shitty example, Ew. pun intended, for their kids that go through the parking lot, quickly change their kid's shitty diaper, and just chuck it on the ground. Who are these fucking <laughs> animals? Okay? It's the last thing you want to see is a dirty diaper. Okay? When you go and get some food That's or go thing? to the grocery store. I, okay, I guess. The other day, I went and got Taco Bell for lunch. I know. <laughs> shocker. I am horrified. Tacos. I love Taco I'm Bell. I'm walking out to the car. I immediately open my door, and what is greeting me? A diaper. 
much like this one that's exploded. All the cotton and everything is everywhere. It's disgusting. It's the last thing you want to see. It's the least appetizing thing on the planet when you want to go and get food, especially when you go and get Taco Bell. I mean, that food's already going to look awful. It's going <laughs> to, it's just like a mess. And then you walk out and it's already right there. Like, knock it off. If you catch these people throwing a diaper out of their car, shame them, shame them, shame them, shame them, and make them pick that shit up and take it to the, di- the dumpster. Now, I don't know if any of you have kids, but baby poop and diapers, they're really not that bad to keep in the car. I mean, you could keep in the car, take it home, throw it away. I guarantee if you're in a parking lot, there's a trash can within 100 feet because this is fucking America. We're not some third world country. We have (laughs) trash cans for this stuff. Look at this shit. Knock it off. You catch these people, you, you let them know that they're doing wrong by you, them, and everyone else. These people are awful, and that's why it is the second beef of the week. Now, Jimmy, James, chat, favor, Pink Rambo, I want to know your feelings and your thoughts. Which of the two beefs do you think is the beefiest? Will you get it right? Well, find out after the break. Thank you so much for coming, guys. See you in a second for the beef. All right, pause it right there. We're at, I'm at 504 is where I paused it. Mm-hmm. All right. James, I, you, I, we haven't Jimmy. heard from you much today. I want I, You're going first this time. All right. I need, well, I need something you. about the diapers that gets me, because I can't even remember what the first one is. <laughs> and we just watched it. Cashier Charities. There we go. Okay. So see, in comparison, diapers is like all the way up here. Because you see, cashier charities. You see, there's a local co-op that I shop at. It's like 0.3 miles away. I walk on over, get groceries. And the most they ask me is, would you like to round up your receipt? And then the roundup portion will be donated. So right. it's like 80 cents. And I'm like, you know what? It's 80 cents. Sure, why not? And that's it. But then diapers, just like in parking lots, just thrown about that. That's awful. I that's and since Mashif is a father, I'm assuming that's the one he's going to go for. So I'm going to have to go with diapers. Right. Littering already is bad, and now you're that's a biological waste. That's a biological contaminant. That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> that one's pretty gnarly. I I, I I'm starting to lean that way as well what about you pink rambo what do you think considering the fact that i've never ever seen the second one in my life and i've lived in both ottawa and toronto but i heard canada's really clean though what the fuck america (laughs) 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 like what the shit literally Literally. I'm gonna have to. I, I have to go with the the beef being the the diapers on the ground. That is a. That is fucking gross. And b. What? <laughs> Plastic bags. Take it home. There are garbage cans everywhere. What? Yeah. No. I that bishop girl said, "What the fuck, California?" Apparently. I mean, there. Yeah, there may be some bias there. <laughs> and as for cashier charities, uh, I just say no, because I have my charities that I donate to. I don't need you trying to donate me, like donate my money to something that I may or may not believe in. 
you know? Right, but do you think uh, – I think his beef is the fact that they do it at all. The fact that they, like, every time you go there, they're like, do you want to give $5 to such and such and whatnots? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I'm also so absolutely shameless that you cannot peer pressure me in a crowd. Yeah, that's true. I don't care what kind of scene I'm going to make. I'm not going to do the thing that you're trying to get me to do if I don't want to do it. Right. But Pink Rambo, the children, they have diabetes can and cancer. It my lily white ass. <laughs> oh. But they have six no, toes. that's, that's, that's completely inaccurate. I hope the best for all of those kittens and children's, but fuck them. All right, fair enough. What about you, Mr. Favor? Uh... I, I think, you know, I live in New York, so it's it's actually pretty funny because when I go to stores, they don't offer it to you. They just say and then click no on the screen. That's it. They just they straight up, up on the <laughs> you know, because we don't have time for that shit here. We don't. Every everything's fast. Everybody's rude. Everybody's angry because mm-hmm. like if I go to another state, it blows my mind that people at work are like really nice to me. I'm like, well, are you stalking me? But mm-hmm. at here, it's just an instant, just hit the no right there. Like they'll reach over, hit the thing so you can go. So it never really bothered me. I mean, yeah, uh, it's been pretty common knowledge for a long time that a lot of these uh, charity companies take most of the money. It's, it's shitty. And I think I, I was, I don't have facts. I wasn't prepared for Sheev's beef. Um, <laughs> But I think a lot of that shit is kind of going away. I'm not going to say all of it, but I, I thought I heard a lot of that was going away. The only time I ever really will like give money is when we buy dog food. They said, you want to throw an extra buck on for and it's a charity that we know of. And we say, yeah, and we always throw an extra buck because why not? And sometimes like around holidays, they'll have you sign like a paw print and put it on the thing. Um so it's not re- to me, it's not really a big bother. You know, we actually do give to some charities and stuff. So I'm also going to lean towards diapers because going back to the, my original statement, I live in New York. It's a problem. There's diapers everywhere and they all smell differently and they all smell equally terrible. And like, like he said, he's coming out of Taco Bell. Like I've been in that situation. You come out of Taco Bell that those diapers aren't like you don't have to like shove your face into them to smell them like they're coming downwind you're gonna smell them they're gonna smell them all goddamn day and it's it's actually a problem like just an overall garbage problem but 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 shitty diapers is really it's bad dude it's really bad so i'm also i have i have my own beef with the the beefy diapers (laughs) hashtag beefy diapers yeah boy um in California, it is more of a prop. Maybe, maybe it's a regional thing because, yeah, I feel like every store I go to, they're like, you know, whether it's the, you know, hey, if you donate a dollar, you can have the the clover with your name on the wall or yeah. whatever. Or and the roundup ones. There's places that do that one where it's like, do you want to round up to the nearest dollar and donate the difference to blah blah blah? I have an app that I use that rounds up all my shit anyway and puts it into a investment fund, and then I can decide who I want to donate my money to. So like I yeah I don't like I really don't like Acorn yeah Acorn exactly for those who don't know Acorn's cool 
it takes all of your uh, it looks at it monitors your all your transactions and it rounds them and then it donates the to the nearest dollar into like a uh, um, stocks tax free saving account uh, like stocks like yeah you can choose like uh, a portfolio and you say you know round everything up and put the difference into this or whatever but anyway that's getting off track uh I really don't like being strong armed. Uh, it, it's it's not a good feeling. I don't like being upsold or strong armed in general. Not just with donations, but also just with upsells. Like that's part of the reason I don't really like going to GameStop very often. Because every time you go there, their whole business model is upselling you on their memberships and all that stuff, and it's just exhausting. Like I, I just I came in here knowing exactly what I wanted. Like you said, you go in there to buy a twelve pack of beer or to buy the game that you know you already looked online. You know the game's on sale at the nearest GameStop for ten dollars. I want to walk in, buy the game, and walk out, but not before you know I get upsold on three memberships and two charities. Like it, it, it kind of becomes exhausting. So I definitely see where Mashif is coming from, and I could lean that way, but. I live in a really shitty apartment complex and there's a lot of people here who just don't know how to throw shit in a trash can and dealing with garbage in general is a nightmare, but not, it's not just garbage. It's garbage full of shit, like literally shit. There's nothing worse than that. There's nothing worse than trying to walk out to my car and there's a, there's literally a dumpster like on the edge of the parking lot at my apartment complex and there will be just trash or a diaper or whatever, like less than 10 feet from the dumpster. And it's just like, is this what we've come to <laughs> as a society? You can't. And a lot, half the time though, most likely it's not that they didn't throw it away. A lot of the problem is that people fucking dig through trash and throw shit out or cats like, uh. you know, take it out and like, drag it across the but anyway that's kind of a side problem but yeah no garbage in general i think we need this is one of those categories where kids need to be whacked in the head every once in a while i'm not an advocate for abuse mm -hmm. but like we were coming we parked our car and we were walking back to our apartment and this kid he was eating one of those like otter pop things and he finished it and at, like literally as we walked by him, he just – he took like the last sip of his Otter Pop and just threw it on the ground like right in front of us. And I told him. I was like, no. I was like, no, don't – I was like, don't throw that on the ground. There's a trash can right there. And he was like, oh. Like no one – like it, no one had ever – no adult had ever told this kid in his entire life, don't throw trash on the ground. When I was a kid – that was beat into me. Like both of my parents were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you'd never, like I would never even think of throwing trash on the ground. And it's like the fact that that's become okay somehow at some point, because no one raises their kids anymore. Like, cause you can get your kids taken away by giving them a swift smack to the back of the head. Dude. Yeah. Like fucking just, I feel like that's a topic for another day. Tell your like just throw your shit away, and it's not even just human waste. I mean, if we look, if we put cat and, and not to put kids in the same category as pets, but like fucking clean up your dog shit, clean up your baby shit, put it in the trash can. So yeah, I, I think now that I've talked it out a little bit, 
I think the I think shitty diapers uh, is probably going to have to be the bigger beef for me. And you know what? We've all agreed on shitty diapers. I would not be surprised if Mashif says that the bigger beef is charities. He keeps throwing these curveballs at us. I I'm going to say I agree with you guys on shitty diapers, but I'm going to say that Mashif might say cashier charities. I feel the same way. So, so Mashif, we're all in agreement. If you say cashier charities, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but when you're outnumbered, you can't keep doing this to us. That's, that's two weeks in a row that beef is wrong. <laughs> Your beef is rotten, and you need fresh beef. No, I appreciate you doing the beef. So we're at, uh, I think I'm at 5.04 on the timestamp. Um, so when you guys are ready, we'll... we'll ready. We'll resolve this whole issue. So one, are you ready? All right. One, two, three, go. Come back to the ring for this week's Sheaf Beef. Back to the ring. Did you get it right? Are you going to be the Beef Master? (laughs) Did Jimmy get it right? I think this week he might have. He might have. I made it pretty easy this week because the final beef, the biggest beef of the week is... Check stand charities. I knew it. I knew it. Wow. Really? Because it doesn't really benefit the way that they make it sound. And then there's tons of peer pressure. The relationship between me and Vons is that I go there and give them money. They give me food and beer. That's it. That's where our relationship ends. We're not trying to end world hunger together. We're not trying to stop diabetes together. No. I want food. You have food. Give me food. These grocery stores, these fucking check stands... What they are, they're the kid in high school that used to stand next to the soda machine and hit everyone up for a quarter. Hey, man, you got a quarter? Hey, want soda? Hey, man, you got a quarter? <laughs> and then when you say, no, sorry, I don't have a quarter. Fuck you. What do you mean you don't have a quarter? You got a quarter. <laughs> they make you feel bad. Okay? it's It just mucks up the whole transaction. I have no interest in giving money to a corporation in the hopes that they might maybe please someday donate it where they're supposed to go and change the world because they don't. And if they do, that's great on them. But they don't usually match the donations. They don't tell you enough of the information about where the money's going, who it's supporting, and how it's being spent. You cannot accurately deduce what that money is going to be used for in the 30 seconds that you have to decide yay or nay. Are you an asshole or are you not an asshole? Okay? Be an asshole. Say no. Say fuck you. Or ask them questions. What's the 501c charity like? How much of the dollar that I donate goes towards the actual charity? If they can't answer those questions, they ain't fucking worth your time. Go to the navigator. Find the information. Find a charity that you believe in that will benefit you and your community. And you know that the money that you give is actually going towards that charity and helping people. Let's put an end to this together. That's why. Check stand charity. Yeah, that be for the week. I don't know, Mashif. You know, I got to say, though, really quick, what's worse than the check stand, guys, is uh, when you walk out of the store and they got that, you know, table set up and there's like the really aggressive dude who's like retired and this is like his new gig. And he's just like, dude, come on. I, I mean, maybe it's a New York thing, but bro, a buck, you know, a dollar. Oh, sorry. And and like an easy one that that doesn't work anymore is. I don't carry cash and I got a card. It's cool. I got the thing on my phone. You could just swipe it right here. Like, I'm not going to put my card on your phone. Dude, Dude. What's it What's it for? For drug addicts. So fuck them. They shouldn't have done drugs. Get out of my face. 
That's funny. It's a funny story about that. Recently, something happened to me. I was I was leaving. Uh, I don't know, like fucking Target or something. And I was going to my car, and some dude walks up with a box full of candy bars, and he's like, "Hey, you you know, want to buy some? It's for it's for so I can go to can. He's like making up some shit. He's like, "Yeah, it's so we can go do this thing, and it's you know a dollar a candy bar or whatever." And and uh, I was like, "I'm sorry, I don't have any cash." He's like, "No, man, I got the card swiper." And I was like, "Okay." And, like I called him on it, and I was like, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Oh no, I don't actually like. I was just kidding." Oh my god. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, I was about to, like, buy two candy bars. And he was like, no, I don't have that. I was just fucking with you. Like, all right, dude. Get a card swiper. Who carries cash these days? Like, for real. I I never have cash. In fact, I had to, I I used the cash app. You guys use the cash app? It's pretty awesome. Use Venmo. uh, Venmo. Stop using Venmo. I'm going to tell you right now. Venmo, all of your transactions are public. And every other people can see them. Uh, but I only use it for the dog walker. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just yeah, saying. Like person, look, person. look up Cash. Yeah. There's an app called Cash. It's made by Square, the same people who make like the little uh, mobile swiper. And you can basically send money to anyone. Uh, transaction like there, it's zero fees. That's how I paid uh, JC Stream for uh, his video card. <laughs> Because I bought that video card off him a couple years ago. I paid him through cash. He's like, this is amazing. There's no fees or anything. All my friends have cash. I make them all install it. Because like when we go out to dinner and we're like trying to split the tab. I hate asking the server to split the tab. Mm-hmm. So, so I convinced them all to get the cash app. And then they can all just cash me like you know 10 or 20 bucks. And I can pay the bill. Because I like getting the credit card points. So usually I make them send me the money. But uh, <laughs> you know, you know like too. me going to the liquor store with my friends, and we do the air miles thing, and I just get all the air miles because none of them have air miles. Oh, <laughs> oh nice! Those uh, servers—they they hate when you ask to split the check too. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, oh I usually, God, I if usually you're not splitting it beforehand. It's a pain in the ass to split after you've done like you've rung up the entire bill because you have yeah. to go in and like separate it all out and put it to different tables and it is a pain in the ass yeah no i usually try my best to do it right up front i usually try and be like oh by the way we're gonna be splitting like so before they write down our orders and stuff they can put them on separate tabs but usually i just i just pay for it and have everyone cash me the money that's that's the cash app is nice that now i never have to deal with cash i think uh in the next what do you What do you guys think? How long is it going to take? In the, the next like ten years, fifteen years, twenty years? Can we get rid of cash at some point? Oh yeah, probably. Well, That'd they're already so phasing it out, right? They're already slow. They we finally phased out all of the pennies in Canada. Yeah, Canada oh, yeah. has no more pennies. pennies. No Everything's rounded to like five cents, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. No, not here. We pay two cents for every penny produced. Oh yeah. Yeah, and the whole the the whole practice of the whole like oh it's four ninety nine it's fucking five dollars, dude. Like, yeah, we, we still do that, and I'm I'm bad at that because I I do I can't I don't want to expose my real last name, but my last name starts with R, and I <laughs> I've been accused of doing it's called the R round down, where I'll see something that's four ninety nine, I'm like oh it's four dollars. Hmm. At least that's what I'll tell my fiance. She'll be like, "How much was that?" It'll be like twenty four ninety nine. I'll be like, "It was like twenty dollars." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. <laughs> you should do that. 
I've re- I've How really much been... is that game you got for your stream? It's ten bucks. That's ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> my accounting, my accounting heart hurts. Apparently. <laughs> yep. The round down. The round down is a very real thing. Mm-hmm. I do that so, all the time with Steam games. It's like it's fifteen dollars, twenty percent off. So it's like eleven thirty nine. I'm like, cool. It's ten bucks. It's how we sleep at night. Yeah. So something I wanted to kind of touch on about like Mischief's like any comments on what his major beef is. Don't ask the cashiers about the charity. They don't fucking know. Yeah, they're, they're told not this know. is the charity. <laughs> this is the charity. Push this charity. This is from corporate. That's it. If they say no, not a big problem. Don't ask the cashiers because they're not going to know. You know, Punter's going to be like, bro, I can already feel bad that they have to ask you. You know, they they don't want to ask you. You They hate asking you. I liked even more. It's all part of corporate. Yeah. Mm But right before he said that, the first thing he said before he said, ask him about the charity, the first thing he said is, tell them, fuck you. I'm going to try that strategy next time. Next time I go to Vaughn's and they're like, would you like to donate $3 to cancer research? I'm going to say, fuck you. I'm going to see how that goes over. They'll be like, "Uh, sir, could you not come back to our store anymore? (laughs) But my wife needs... Sir, I just work here. Yeah, that's pretty... I'll get off in five minutes, just the hell out of here whatever mm. they hand down from corporate they're just pretty much gonna do it machif has got it right just press the button <laughs> but it really it really depends on where you're from if you're in a small town and they're saying hey this is the local charity there's a good chance you already know about the charity true you know but if you're in yeah, a if it's city, a local one you're, yeah if it's if it's small town and it's local you already know about the charity and if you don't you live under a fucking rock and you probably can't afford to give it the charity anyway Tell him. Yeah. But, so, but you can round up, though. But you can round up to the dollar. When you live paycheck to paycheck, you don't round up on anything. You're like, you round down to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, in your head, you're like, wait, but that's like 37 squares of toilet paper, bro. Like, I get, like, it was funny, though. I rounded up when it was like 37, 86. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can spare 14 cents. Hope you put that to good use. Yeah, you're like in your head. You're like, wait, is that more or less than 50 cents? <laughs> mm-hmm. could, I, could I buy? Well, you can't even buy a pack of gum for 25 cents. What am I talking about? Back in my day. Back in my day. We used to buy quarter steaks. No, I just kidding. <laughs> gum used to be a nickel. You don't even know what a nickel I, is. I do, I do remember when you could buy three candy bars for a dollar. Oh that my god, that. I miss by being able to buy three candy bars for a dollar. Like they were now you can we, only they, get five chicken nuggets for a dollar. <laughs> Where the hell are you getting chicken nuggets? You don't get chicken nuggets for a dollar? In Canada? Not up here. What do you get? Fuck it. Poutine. We used to be able to feed Poutine. a family of four on like twenty bucks at McDonald's. A family of four at McDonald's is now forty bucks to eat. Oh, it's like that here too. I'm just talking about them dollar menu deals. Yeah, the, no, dollar. the chicken chicken nuggets are never on the fucking dollar menu, ever. Not even like the four that's piece why, or the that's five why I'm piece. Never no, go to Canada. No, Canada. Canada it's is co- actually a subdivision of Ottawa. It's I'm gonna, no. I'm I never was, gonna go to Canada land. Isn't it Canada? Oh God. Yes, yes. It is absolutely Canada. We live in igloos. I ride a fucking moose to school, <laughs> and I have never. 
ever seen electricity in my fucking life. <laughs> okay, okay. I have a legitimate... So we're talking about the same place then? How yeah. intimidating it would be for someone to ride up to you on a moose. It would be so fucking intimidating. Like and it's even more tall. intimidating because the guy actually controls the moose. Oh, shit. I have, I have a legitimate so question. So... One of our uh, our guilty pleasures, me and the wife, is watching the Jersey Shore. We get a kick out of it, and the last episode, <laughs> they're at a club and they bump into Canadian girls, and they're like, "Yes, Canadian girls!" And they go into this whole thing that Canadian girls are the easiest girls on the planet because they're more like guys, and they just want to bang like right away. Is this true? It really depends on the girls that you're talking to. Oh, okay, and that's the same here. I just they had like man, like I had I my 31 years of life. I've never heard anyone say like you got to get a Canadian girl because they're the they're the crazy ones. They want to get it in and get out. I never heard that before until I watched the Jersey Shore. So I, it probably also depends on the time of year because it uh, you know in the winter. Yeah, I mean in the winter. It's a well-known fact that there's only two ways in Canada to keep warm. I have a member of my community. Uh, his screen name is actually one of those pastimes. His screen name is Beat My Kids. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So the only two pastimes in the winter really in Canada, because it's so damn cold and you're indoors all day, is beating your kids and, you know, making more kids. So... Maybe we have we have a lot of summer birthdays around here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you know, you gotta you gotta pass the time somehow. So yes, if it's the right time of year, you know, you probably have better chances. Springtime, you know, we're we're always looking to just hop in the sack with anybody, remind ourselves that we're human. You're like, oh, we're not frozen anymore. <laughs> we no longer have to suffer, suffer through cabin fever. <laughs> My bits are thawed out. Let's use them. Um, somebody in chat, I have to call him out. I don't know who was it. Someone said Vive Brazil. E aí, como vai? Valeu, cara. Got a shout out to my Brazil Brazilian homies. Yo, don't live a huevo, so papa. So, <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what you guys are saying. I can barely speak French, and it's the second language of this country. Mm. I took I took five years of Spanish. And how how did it turn out for you? It worked really well in the restaurant business for me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Bonjour, bitch. <laughs> Chat's getting out of hand. You guys need to calm down. Hey, uh, hey, ritual blush. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? I, isn't that a song about a threesome? That's will you the, sleep the with entire, me tonight. The ent yes, the entire phrase is will you sleep with me tonight. Tonight I'm busy, but tomorrow, I mean, we can bang it out. Absolutely, favor. I'm just going to need you to come up to Toronto and I'll take you around to the con. And protect I told you, you I'm not going to go to Canada. <laughs> we're not going to Canada. Yeah, Slow your roll. There. You can look, come, look, you can come to New York by the, by the poopy diapers. <laughs> come here. Speaking of yeah, in the... I'm coming for FavorCon. Come on. Like, I gotta favor, come favor favor con is going to be a real thing next year. I'm ready. Speaking of the morning, uh, I've noticed as I've gotten older... Maybe you guys can relate. I'm in my 30s now. Me too. It's not as fun as people make it out to me. No, like, so, like, when in my 20s, it was all about, like, after a night of club and drinking, party and whatever, you go 
to wherever with whoever and you do the deed, right? And now, like the morning, you got a full night's rest, full of energy. Like morning sex is so much better than right before you go to bed sex. And what can I, can anyone, can we get some debate on this? I, I need I, some. As someone I, in their 30s. But the problem is, is because of my back, my back is worse in the morning. Oh, uh. that shit ain't happening. But uh, but at night, at night for us, for for us, it's better just because of my back. We actually, I'm not gonna lie, we did it before I came on this podcast. So there it's you go. Nighttime is for us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's actually biologically proven. Um, that women are more sexually active in the morning because their estrogen levels are higher, where men are more sexually active at evening because their testosterone levels are higher. Mm. Scientific solution and reason. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus, I guess. Science. Um, so who? Someone in judges said I wasn't a, an, a day over twenty-one. I'm thirty-four years old, but thank you. I, I mean, I don't. Are I don't, you really? Yeah, I'm thirty-four. You don't fucking look thirty-four. I've looked like this since I was 19 too. I've looked like a 30-year-old. <laughs> I've looked I like a 30-year-old man my entire years. life. What was that favorite? I honestly thought you were only 33. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I put you in like your mid 20s. You want to know my secret? Moisturizer every morning and every night. All over everything. Mm. Top to bottom. I love it. <laughs> What what brand do you use? Um, you know I've been using Lady Navio's brand because I ran out. But usually, I... <laughs> what flavor is that? Vanilla. Oh, that's nice. Ooh, like like better. a French vanilla or a vanilla bean. Mm. I got I I lean more towards the bean. Although I do yeah. have French ancestors, so that's kind of built in. I don't need it. I don't need any more French. I got you. I got you. You know so. So, James. So, Jimmy. Have you heard of Paul Flart? I have. Oh, my God. Wait, did you guys yes, hear I about have. this? Can you... That's, that, that's as I sent me that in the Discord, and I <laughs> laughed harder than I have laughed in a long time watching that video. So, James, give us, give us, give us the lowdown on Paul Flart, and I'm going to pull up uh, a little clip. We're not going to watch the whole thing, because YouTube fucking keeps flagging my shit, but tell us William, about... not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Flart is a hero. He wears a he badge. Documented farting at work, and the and it's like for how six many, months. Yeah, six months of farting at work, all documented, and then he got fired after the video came out, and then he did an AMA on Reddit. Dude, and there's been multiple. He's been mentioned on H3H3 podcast. Mm. He's been mentioned on your mom's house podcast. Like the dudes. I, uh, right when I saw that Reddit post, I actually, uh, sent him a private message on Reddit and asked him if he'd come on the podcast. He didn't reply. I'm sure he's getting Aww. way, he's probably getting way bigger offers. I tried to get in there fast enough. I was like, dude, you need to come on my podcast. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe down the road we'll, we can reach out to this guy again. But like, I think the reason he got fired is because you can see like the company name in the background and you can see his uniform and stuff. But like, let's just watch. Let's. I'm gonna switch to my media view. We're gonna get a small taste 
of what Paul Flart had to offer us. I got to pause the music because you got you to get the full effect here. We're going full screen. I love his Make facial sure expressions. right into his eyes, yes. <laughs> his facial expressions are the best. <laughs> so check this out. His face, dude. His face kills me. <laughs> Just like... Hmm. <laughs> that one... Burnt. <laughs> Six months of documentation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's important. In the annals of history, this is going to be important that this has been documented. <laughs> I love the short one. Oh, that was a good one. I love the deadpan, dude. Like, it's just so... Like, <laughs> he has nothing better to do. You're a security guard at a company who probably never sees any type of... It's not like he's a bouncer at a club. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in the front lobby. There's literally no one around. And he's just having a little fun on social media. And he got canned, like, immediately. Like, the day after that video went viral, uh, he walked back onto the lot with his phone and recorded him getting fired. And it's funny because in that video, the guy's like, uh, you need to turn that off. I don't want to be recorded. And he's like, you're going to fire me anyway, right? He's like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to keep recording then. <laughs> he's just like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> you're going to fire me anyway. Why am I? Oh, sorry. Wrong view. Like it, I don't, it was just uh, the guy. The guy has got some serious balls. It was probably a shitty job to begin with. Ah, shitty job. And hopefully, hopefully he's got some opportunities lined up. I would love to see that guy go on some other like podcasts and stuff. Hope may, maybe he'll reply to me eventually. I'll hit him one more message and see see if we can get a response from him. But like Paul Flart, you're a hero. You're a legend. <laughs> And it does it does make it's an interesting conversation to have about the overlap between social media and uh and and careers and and jobs. Like it's something that it's the reason that a lot of people I there is zero connection between my online alias and my real name. I've been very careful. If you google Jimmy Navio, you'll find out everything about Jimmy Navio, but if you google my real name, you'll find almost nothing. And it's because there's always that risk, right? Like if you're going to be in the actual – I'm a software developer. I work for a small software firm in the town I live in, and I'd rather not that any of my higher-ups know about any of this. Not that like they would pro- – like they're a pretty chill company. I don't think they would fire me, but like I don't even want to risk it, you mm-hmm. know? Like it's 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 kind of crazy how a lot of people now have two different worlds that they live in. Does that make sense? Like Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you get? Do any of you have experience with that, James? Do any of your uh, uh, does your family know about all the crazy shit you do online? Does your uh, do your classmates know that you're on a podcast once a week? My like, close friends know about the podcast, like that I stream on Twitch, that I make YouTube videos. But other than that, I try to keep it like on the down low. Like sometimes it comes up in conversation like, oh yeah, I make YouTube videos for like, and I do this and that. But then I try to like, they'll ask me like, oh, so what's the name of your channel? And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. 
<laughs> You're like, nah, it's good. Don't worry. Yeah. Like my family, especially like they'll ask like, oh, what's the name of the channel? And then I'll immediately divert the conversation and get out of there. Cause I'm like, I don't want you to see this <laughs> because the, the persona I am with my family is so much different compared to who I am like on YouTube. Cause my friends that watch my videos, they always said like, yeah, you act like so much different in the videos. Cause like in, in real life, you're so much more like chill and laid back. And then on your videos, you like, you're this personification of like more energy and like you're louder. And I'm like, yeah, cause it's a character that I do like for the YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's true of a lot. Like I, I'm pretty close. Jimmy Navio is pretty close to the real me, but it is slightly personified. It's a little higher energy. It's a little more just kind of like I would I, I, I'd probably make a lot of the same jokes in person, but I, I tend to notch it up one or two notches on Twitch, on YouTube or whatever. They're, they're not exactly the same person. They're pretty close, but there are definitely people in real life that I'd probably be like, I, I'd prefer they not watch my stream you know i don't know maybe maybe i maybe what what about you faves are you pretty i'm the exact opposite of you guys i am exactly the same way yeah legit too i i mean maybe i'm i mean i guess you could say i'm always at a 10 and when i'm streaming i i might sometimes go to an 11 but i do the same thing in real life and people people ask all the time oh how, how does your wife deal with you she's been dealing with it for 13 years she gets it yeah you know i I I think when I first started streaming, uh, I was I guess I was a little bit more of a character and she had heard me and she said, why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like a character? Mm -hmm. She called you on it. Yeah. And I was like, I I don't know. I didn't really think about it, I guess. And she said, don't do that. You sound you sound different. You don't sound like you just be Mm -hmm. you. People will like you. I was like, all right. And I noticed when I stopped. I don't even know what the character was, honestly. I, I guess I just was trying too hard. And uh, once I stopped trying too hard, and was just myself. And myself is just like a wacko goofball with a really dirty mouth. Um, <laughs> there's not much different wherever I go. I, I mean, if you heard me talk to the phone on my dad, I, it's the same way. And that's where I get it from. Like every time we call each other, we think of a, a dirtier way to answer the phone. So anytime I'll pick up the phone, yo, pencil dick, what's up? And he'll be like, hey, vagina breath, what's going on? Uh, it's just, that's how I was raised. I don't know. I, I guess it was wrong, but <laughs> that's how I was raised. So mm-hmm. I, uh, but at first I, I was not going to tell anybody. And my wife did. She told everybody. She was sending him clips. Really? And also I was, yeah, I had no idea too. She was like, "Oh, I didn't know you weren't telling anybody." I was like, "I, I honestly didn't know if like even you wanted me telling people." And she was like, "Why? It's cool." I was like, "All right, great, let's go." So now everybody, everybody knows to the point where some some family members call me favor sometimes and uh, a ring. No, they never <laughs> call me ring. He's like, those aren't my family members anymore. Yeah, those ones. Those ones are gone. All right. I took them over by the river. I dumped them in. They got them cement shoes. And uh, they're fucking gone. And then I went to go home and have a Sunday night dinner. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're gone. But no, I, uh, I, everybody knows me on stream or in real life. They know me. I I don't, I don't pull any punches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I found it interesting that you said how your wife said, like, why are you talking like that? Because I know my girlfriend told me, she was like, yeah, I don't like watching your YouTube videos. 
because I know it's you. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like you. And I was like, huh? She's like, there's just something about it that like since I had known you for so long, when I watch these videos, it's it's like an imposter you. Yeah. You know, like as you talk about it, I I think where I was coming from maybe is when I started. I was definitely I agree with what Faber said. When I started, I was way more like personified. I was way I, I felt like I just had to be high energy and like super yeah. like entertaining and like over the top and like this this caricature of who I really was. And I think like if you go watch some of my older clips from like, you know, a year and a half ago when I started, I wasn't yeah, I was I was definitely a lot more uh almost like cartoonish, like animated, like an exaggerated version of myself. But I think over time, like, like Fave said, I, I think I've kind of come back to finding more of myself. I still think I'm slightly personified. Maybe it's something I need to work on. Maybe I need to be more of myself. Yeah. Um, but sometimes too, it, it's nice to be able to portray a character too, because like you were saying earlier before, that you don't do like the creative stuff that someone like myself or Pink Rambo does. That's your creative thing is is letting loose and being able to do that. So everybody expresses their own creativity in their own way. And I think I saw someone put on Twitter. I think it was uh um I can't remember her name, but the thing was was I'm not I don't I might screw up the wording, but it was I'm not here. Uh, for you, uh, I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to express myself. Yeah. And then, and that's kind of comes back to the whole thing is like, sometimes you just need to let it out and, and it works out perfectly with Twitch. What, what about you, Pink Rambo? Because you, you do cosplay. So that's kind of different because you're intentionally taking on a character, right? Like, so when I'm streaming, the few and rare times I stream, because when I want to stream, I'm either modding for favor or I'm modding for Paragon. Sorry. So. No, don't apologize. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you kidding me? I don't have to fucking put clothes on. I can just fucking lay in bed and mod for YouTube. You joking? Lucky. Lucky. Paragon starts at 8.30 my time. I'm still in bed. Like 8.30 in the morning? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Paragon's in, in England, right? So he's five hours behind He's us. in Britain world, yeah. Or five hours ahead of us, whatever the fuck it is. Um, But no, for me... Okay, so... I, I spent a lot of my years growing up in Scouts, and there I put on a very large air of being not perfect, but trustworthy, and just very honest, and if you needed something done, you probably went to me. And that got so tiring, because you eventually became the person. Nobody else could do it, and they didn't even bother to ask anybody else. It always became your responsibility. And I'm just, I got so tired of doing it. 12 years of doing that, and I was just like, you know what? No, I'm done. I'm done. And then I got playing video games and unlocked a whole new side of me I didn't even know existed. You ever gotten angry at a game, Jimmy? Um, yeah, I mean, I told you I played League, right? <laughs> Imagine nine years of that kind of rage. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I could see that. I mean, you don't have to tell me. Like I said you know, earlier in the podcast, I was Mormon for 30 years. Uh, Good Roman Catholic girl. 
So I knew all about playing the role. And I, you know, I, I, ha- I led, it was crazy. I, I was even more, I would say I was even more personified back then because I played two completely different roles. Cause yep. my dad was a, my dad was atheist and my mom was Mormon. So, you know, I'd go to church on Sunday and be, you know, I'd be passing the sacrament. I'd be like leading discussion groups and all that stuff. And then, you know, my parents would go out of town and I'd throw a kegger, you know, like, and everyone's like, wait, you're fucking like, people didn't believe me when I tell them I was Mormon because I've always had the mouth of a sailor. I've always, you know, kind of experimented with things and stuff. And so like, but, but every Sunday I was there sitting at the pews and, you know, singing the songs and doing the things. So it's kind of like a weird, uh, you know, living, living in both of those worlds for so long that you learn to develop characters and you learn to filter things a certain way. I, I like when I was only with my friends, I, I said some terrible shit, but when I go to church, I was able to completely turn that off. And so, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's interesting that it's actually in some ways become a skill that I can use to my advantage. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Like I can, I can absolutely separate who I am, say on a podcast at, quarter after 11 at night this is not how i act at work if i'm at work in an accounting job i am completely professional i am dressed to the nines my makeup is done i sit upright all of my speech is very formal i don't speak informally very much it's all very formal you should wear that scar Um, to work one day never I don't. I don't even wear short sleeves to work. Yeah, no, super professional. I get it. Yeah, because I have two tattoos on my arms. I wear long sleeves to interviews because there's no reason for me to have my application thrown out because I have tattoos. I don't have obnoxious ear piercings. My hair is never dyed obnoxious colors. It's always um, either like a, a red violet or, or some form of red. Um. But no, who I am at work is completely different than who I am outside of work. But right. who I am outside of work is exactly who I am. I am loud, I'm obnoxious, and I do what fulfills me outside of work. I bet you I smell like roses, me. though. Oh, good lord, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> no? No, no, no. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how to describe this smell. It was um, one of my favorite perfumes is by... Uh, a designer called uh, Saren Mugler, and it's uh, it's called Alien, and it's kind of sharp. Really, it's got a very specific smell. Like, but it's like ninety dollars per bottle, and I'm just I've been so broke that I haven't been able to go out and get a new bottle. So I usually just smell of deodorant. Deodorant's good. More often than not, deodorant smell better than smelling like a butthole. Absolutely. Not, you know, okay. When, so, everybody. <laughs> okay. All right, so when are look, they going to so, develop a bacon perfume, by the way? Like, if, if a woman smelled like bacon, I might be like, what's up? They might I have. cannot stand the smell Could of exist. B.O. Cole Mischief, he would know. <laughs> anyway, there's sorry. Just some, there's some smells that I can't stand. I cannot stand the smell of B.O. Hmm. I cannot stand the, stand the smell of, like, stale sweat. Stale sweat. I agree. Oh, one of those gross. conventions Damn. must be amazing. Oh my god! There it's are the worst like, they actually people. they actually put signs up that says Axe spray is not deodorant." <laughs> <laughs> Have 
a shower, you filthy animal. I'm not kidding. Those signs are everywhere. There are PSAs put out before cons that are like, dudes, you stink. Put deodorant on at the very least. Have a fucking shower. And I'm just like, yeah. It's like it's like that time. I remember a specific time. I think it was like first or second grade where we came back from recess and our teacher had to have a heart-to-heart conversation with us about, okay, now that uh, you're no longer um, babies and you're no longer toddlers, you need to start showering and wearing deodorant every day because, like, the classroom just reeked all the time because we go, you know, we all go run around all day for for uh, <laughs> for uh, kindergarten or lunchtime or whatever or uh, recess. That's the word I was looking for. And we'd come back in the classroom and it would just smell like – 30 sweaty children and they're like look deodorant's a thing tell your parents <laughs> please make, start using it make it happen like are those conversations happening still because i feel like a room full of grown adults shouldn't smell like a septic tank you'd think that but a lot of people just kind of forget about personal hygiene because they're so excited for like going out for a weekend well, but you have to you do have to cut them some slack and take into consideration that some of those cosplay outfits probably take like 45 minutes to put on and take off. They're probably hot that's as it? hell. Yeah, that's, that's a, it? I mean, I Would you would you like to know that's how some. long it takes me to put my abyss watcher on? So I but that, I know that's my point though. 46 like, minutes, <laughs> Jimmy. 46.2 hour. It takes me an hour because I have to take a break in between because I start sweating. My god. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 probably almost unavoidable at a con where everyone's in those outfits that take who knows how long to take on and put off. There's gonna the be takes two seconds to put on in between sections of putting your cosplay on. Yeah, but are you gonna put deodorant in every like? Are you gonna put deodorant in like behind your knees and like you you sweat in more places than just your pits? Like people are just gonna you smell. Don't put them behind. Yeah, your okay, knees? but. It only it only really smells from under your arms. That's where the smell comes from. I don't know, man. There's some smelly taints. But the thing is, the thing is, when okay, look, I'm not. There's a cat. I, <laughs> speaking of taint, um, uh, don't no, talk okay, about so Sammy's taint. Stuff like that is easy to kind of counteract because if you take baby powder, baby powder will actually neutralize the smell from between your legs. Also prevents chafing. If you didn't already know, oh, the yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Gold Bond. Um, your deodorant can be rubbed between your thighs. It's a fucking shocker. I know, but it is absolutely a thing. Um, but no, I just I can't stand the smell of like body odor. So it's like it just it drives me nuts, and it's just it's one of those smells where it's just like, mm, mm-mm, no thanks, hard pass. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I always found that kind of weird too. Because it's like I wake up and I feel gross, so I was like, I immediately go to take a shower. I'm like that, yeah. Because you know you were sweating during the night. Yeah, or like even like I don't like feeling like I might like be like smell. Because I went, I walked up to my campus to get a package. It's a ten minute walk uphill. It's eighty degrees outside. So as soon as I came back, the first thing I did was take a shower. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be like this. And then some people are just like, oh, that's fine. I'm going to take a shower when I, before I go to bed. And I'm like, how can you just sit in like that sweat and like you're 
your moist clothes. My body is a temple. Absorbing the sweat. Yeah, no, I I feel you there. I shower probably more often than I should. So um, we're getting close to the end, but I I really wanted to make sure that Favor had his moment to discuss something that happened recently that uh, I think everyone should know about. And Favor, maybe wow. maybe you can fill us in on the main uh, plot points. Of what has occurred oh. in the last few days. <laughs> oh no! So <laughs> I'm too sober for this. So being, <laughs> Go get yourself a drink. So being a Twitch personality like myself and, and sexy as fuck. Let's not forget. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really why this story is happening. <laughs> uh, a fellow community member decided to take it upon himself to write. Um, some sexy fan fiction of me and uh, Gator Pete. Yeah. And it was, and I didn't expect it to happen immediately. We were talking about it in chat, like as a goof, and then boom, there it was. Paragraph. And it started out like, <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. it. It started out with like, I was hanging out with Beyonce and Matt Damon or some shit, and they yep. wanted to have a threesome. But I was like, no way, Gator Pete's over there. I'm going to go take care of Gator Pete. And then <laughs> Gator Pete and I spent the night and then like we're cuddling in the morning. But he said, I can't do this. I'm married. And he left me. And I, and I said, no, please, please don't leave. And he said, I have to go. They left. So then I went chasing him down to his wife's house. And it got so serious that he had to choke me to death. <laughs> So he thought I died. But then years later, he was walking like the streets with Beyonce and Matt Damon or something. And <laughs> here I come walking down and he was like, favor, I thought you were dead. And I was like, no, I just, you know, I passed out, but I was fine. And he was like, come, come here, daddy. And started <laughs> choking me again. And we went up to a hotel room. And we had the sex. The and sex. I think I think as this point in the story, he has left his wife for me. But I'm thinking I'm going to throw a curveball in there and add somebody else and see if it gets him jealous or not. I don't know. It's not my story. I'm not one to really um, <laughs> demand changes. But I I'm thinking for the sequel. That's or the squeakquel, whatever you want to call it. I think. Uh, I'd like to see I'd like to see me take the reins and and shut down Gator Pete and have him fight for me and die for me but I don't know and the gallons of peace Holland what is that a thing Oh that was one of the questions I was supposed to ask you uh, uh, uh. uh Frosty said um hold on let me find it He said Where is it Ask him when he plans to stop using performance-enhancing drugs like P-Solid. Oh, never. <laughs> never. I have, I have a couple of performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, the first one's a pair of sunglasses. They were given to me by the government. They are uh, ML glasses, like major league glasses. Um, so they've, only, they've given one to everybody. There's a baseball player who has one. There's a football player who has one pair. And then... There's me who has a pair that's uh, made for gaming and streaming, and I only put them on in 
the most hectic of moods. But now I've actually had a chip implanted, so I always have ML glasses on. Oh, the all the time? Thing, this way you see me drinking all the time. This isn't just water. This is pea solid. Pea solid. This is pea solid. It's actually a uh, a very special, special uh, uh, concoction by our very own. Bowdusai! <laughs> uh he made this. I can't really give away what the ingredients are, um, but but when I tell you every time I take a sip, you know, like you said, like when I walk into a room, everyone gets wet, men and women. <laughs> it's because of this. It's because of, of pea salad. That's where, where, that's where the where moisture comes from. from? It's where it comes from. It, it all comes from here, and uh, it is, I, I mean, and it's good, and it's lemon-flavored, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> lemon it's flavored great. pea salad you heard pea it salad, here first yeah. are you gonna be uh <clears throat> are you a, a a spokesman for them do you are you marketing it is there any way that we could get our hands on some pea salad there's a trailer for it oh there's... shit where'd you go hold on i lost you did did really uh, favors window? i can hear you no your window's gone i don't know what happened Keep talking. There's a uh, there's a trailer for it. Oh wait, no. What was the trailer we just did, Bats? Was that for something else? Or was that for Peace Out? Zombie Stank. I think you got no, a trailer for not... Zombie Stank. You zombie do have stank. a trailer for tra- for Zombie Stank. Okay, Zombie Stank is my uh, fragrance uh, that I designed. So because you know I'm trying to not just Twitch. We're trying to make fragrances and drinks and. So we just did a commercial for Pea Solid, and Bats linked it in the chat, but I don't think it's here. But you can buy it at um, Walmart and what's the other place? Here, if you want to play it, that's the link. All right. Uh, did you? Where are you posting it? All right. It's in the Twitch chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll grab it in one second. All Haji Marts, yeah. Haji Marts and Walmart, you can get it. All right, one sec. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to get you back here. For some reason, I lost you in the overlay. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, helping fund Jimmy Nav- Jimmy Navio for this kind of stuff will prevent these sort of errors from occurring. This is rare. I don't know what happened. I was trying to transition back to the media view, and we completely lost our our Mister Faves. So I'm trying to fix him real quick. Just give me one. In here. You nope. just had to go and mess around with those groups, did you, Jimmy? I didn't. I promise. Uh um, He didn't want me on his podcast, what it is. That's clearly what it is. He paid me ten grand to be here and then he kicked me off. It's really weird. Look how small he is. Broke, broke his back like Bane and Batman. Fucking Here, we're gonna fix I'm this. I'm tiny. I know. I'm gonna fix it the hard way for now, just so you're here. Oh, the hard one. Ah. But Favor only knows how to do it the hard way. Damn right. I mean, have you watched? Have you watched this guy play Dark Souls? <laughs> <laughs> Even for honor, I'm watching him play Warden, and I'm just like, oh god, shoulder barge, Favor, please. Well, they just started. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> there we go all right we're back trying to get good you got to get good to get good and the only way to get good is to get good so what i'm trying to do is get in there and get good is it this link from Bato's Eye? yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's the trailer for peace solid all right i want to see this 
epic. Have you ever seen something so undeniably awesome, awesome, awesome that it makes you solid? So solid that you are ready to enter any cavity at any time, time, time. Well, come on down and get your bottle of Fussy Solid. Anytime you want that nostalgic feeling of greatness, then get yourself a bottle of Fussy Solid by Bowdusai. Now available at all Haji Marts and Walmart. Epic. That was. Have you ever seen ridiculous and amazing? One, so, of, one of many products <laughs> over on the FA Verse stream. <laughs> that was a recent recording. That was only a few days ago, yeah. But the piece out, the the funny, so the wording to that trailer, Bowdesai gave me like a year ago, and I read it out on stream, and he saved it. So then we were just talking about doing a commercial for it the other day, and he brings it up, and I was like, holy shit, that's exactly what it was. I didn't know he saved it, so I was like, we got to do it right. Let me get the music. Let's get this together. And I had like that voice in my head, like almost like the monster truck guy, like this Sunday, 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 come on down to grave digger. You know, those guys, those are the best. Yeah. The best announcers no, are... that get you going. The the guy who does the UFC main events is pretty badass too. What's that guy's name? <laughs> the guy who announces them in the ring. Yeah. The it's yeah. time. Uh, the buffer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh something like that. It starts with a B. That guy's crazy. Like he's he like pops a blood vessel every time he does yeah, it. He's awesome. He has uh that. Let's get ready to rumble. He was the guy who. Oh no, that's his son who does his, it. No, I think his brother. Like they're related. It's it like is? a family thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, then uh, whether it's his older brother or his father, or whatever the one who let, let's get ready to rumble, he let's has get that ready to rumble. He has that trademark. He made right. like you got to give him a quarter anytime you say it. Like Jimmy, you just said it. You owe him some money. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna this uh this this vod is gonna get flagged for copyright mm -hmm. infringement. Son of a bitch! Damn it! We were doing so good too. <laughs> Shut it down. Yep. Well, guys, uh, we're getting close to the end. Um, was there any other uh, topics or questions that you guys wanted to specifically discuss or anything you want to plug? Now's your chance. I got one for you. Okay. What made you decide to start this podcast? Um, so it, a lot of things happened at once when... When I went through my last divorce, it was pretty gnarly. And so I turned to a lot of media in general just to, like, drown out my own brain. Because, like, there was a lot of times where if I, like, I, I was either... It's probably not the best therapy, but rather than, like, dealing with all the shit that was going on in my life, played a lot of League of Legends. I found Twitch... And I started watching a lot of streamers. I found a lot of podcasts. So even when I was in my car, I was constantly listening to like, you know, whether it was Joe Rogan or your mom's house podcast or Mark Marin. Like I just fell in love with podcasts and entertainment and media in general <clears throat> because I was just trying to get out of my own head. Like I was, I was miserable and it was kind of therapy for me. Like it helped me to just have something else to focus on and laugh at. Like a lot of comedy podcasts, like uh, my brother, my brother and me. Uh, like there's so many really good comedy. There's one called My Dad Wrote a Porno. 
that's nice. uh, uh it's it's amazing it's basically about this dude it's like a british guy who finds out that his dad legit wrote a porno so he got three or four of his friends together and they read one chapter on each episode and they just like laugh their asses off because it's like how they're it's amazing so that that's the type of stuff that i was just like constantly like going so deep into and i got into like the whole comedy world like just watching videos and podcasts and interviews with comedians like uh, the whole like i just fell in love with all of that stuff but specifically podcasts i think because i i also right after i graduated i started teaching at the university that i graduated at, and i found i had a passion for like standing up in front of a room of people and like teaching them and just like you know helping them connect the dots and and bringing people together um i was always the guy organizing like study groups and and all that stuff and i had a passion for it so you know when i started doing twitch and at first it was just like oh well i'm playing games anyway i'll just turn on the stream i was playing minion masters and i got like a small following doing that but then like i just realized like hey this could be a really cool platform and there's there had only been a couple other podcasts that i knew of that were doing this type of thing when i first started there was a uh, you know total biscuit had uh what was their podcast called the Jan- co-optional yeah the co-optional like that was a huge inspiration for me because it was like at first i was like oh well, like you know i can't afford to fly people out or like that's what like mark Marin, like people fly out and like interview in his garage and i was like i can't do that but then i saw the co-optional and I was like, oh, he's doing that shit over Skype or Zoom. Like, he's using some type of just, like, streaming thing to interview people. And that's kind of what, like, sparked it for me. And I was like, I I have to do this. And so when DLC happened, that was, like, my first foray because we talked about doing the DLC podcast. And that was very experimental for me because I had never done anything like that and and but i was like no i'm i'm up for the challenge and you know we made the overlays and i set it up that first podcast we did i was so nervous like you 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 saw how much research i did in dlc like where i was like hey it looks like you know they used to use skype but now it looks like they switched to zoom and zoom looks like the best tool and i pitched that to everyone in the dlc chat and convinced nero to like buy a license for it so that we could do this the right way like I was I just became enthralled with it and passionate about it. But like leading out the thirty minutes when before when we were all sitting there in Zoom, like, oh my God, like I was so nervous because I was hosting it and I was like, I have no idea if this is gonna work at all. And so I like I got pretty toasty during that podcast, but it went really well and people loved it and I was like I was like, Fuck it, this is my thing now. Like I'm gonna start doing podcasts and it's something I've always wanted to do, and I just had to find the right tools and the right like knowledge to put all the pieces together. So, sorry, that was kind of a long answer, but no, I, it's it's funny because uh, it got me through some really hard times, and yeah. I just I I it's something that I'm passionate about. Yeah, and it, it's it's fun to do, and and I was the same way when I was uh, uh, just going through all the shit with my back and everything a lot of times too i listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts because I, I love wrestling but you know like stone cold steve austin has a podcast it's fucking awesome you yeah. know and he's stone cold steve austin and he's just talking about like oh hell i went to the store the other day didn't have my beer went up stunned the motherfucker in his ass and sent back you know it's like yes stone cold but when we did the uh 
when we did the DLC thing, I was also nervous because it was actually my first time back, like on the computer in front of the camera after the neck surgery. I was gone for a few months already. Right. And I had said to them, uh, Neuro and Lost, I was like, guys, I'm really nervous. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm like, no, I'm really nervous. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I was sweating my fucking ass off. But I've always thought, too, because uh, you did it. And I think when we were talking about doing the podcast for DLC, I even said the same thing. Like, I would love to host them. I want to do that. I want to do the podcast and everything. I always say, like, I'm going to start doing it. And even Paragon has said it a bunch of times, too, that he wanted us to do one um, over and over. And we talk about it, like, once a month. Like, oh, we should, we should start a podcast together. <laughs> we both end up like, no, but I got to keep practicing for honor right now. I cannot do a podcast. I don't have time. But, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I, I'm almost a little jealous because I, I want to start a podcast. I just same as like the D and D thing. Like, do I, I don't know if I have the time to Dude. start one. You know, and like get it together. Mm-hmm. I will say I had no idea how much time goes into like people are like oh all you do is like fucking turn on like you know people have the same assumption about streamers who do it like full time or whatever they're like all you do is play video games in front of a camera it's like there's so much that goes into like you know networking and overlays and social media and like putting content on youtube and like the, the podcasting there's a whole nother level because i have to like reach out to people to be guests i have to set up like you know we have to brainstorm topics uh, I have to help them set up their account on Zoom. We connect 30 minutes before the podcast to make sure I work out all the technical difficulties. I, I pretty much had to recruit Frost to help me migrate this stuff to YouTube. Like, there's there's so much that goes into it. I I I sometimes I have to take a break and apologize to Lady Navio because like I, it's something that I'm super passionate about. And it takes up a lot of time. And she's very patient with me because she sees how passionate I am about it. So, so yeah. If if you're ever gonna, if you ever plan on starting a podcast, you better carve out at least like twenty hours a week because you're it. It literally takes that much time just to make it happen. Mm, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome to come back anytime. I stream, I stream like five days a week as it is. They had a podcast on it, you know. And you're right; people don't understand. Like they, th- oh, you're sitting there with a the camera in front of your face. No, I got to make sure the lighting is right. I got to make sure the camera is working. I got to pay for all this fucking equipment. I got to make sure my volume is correct, and then I got to fix on the suites. It's like being an entertainer a director, a producer, an editor, like all on the fly at the same time. And you got to be good at the game. <laughs> if you suck, people are going to be like, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to watch someone who can play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, It's one of those, You like most good streamers are kind of jack of all trades. Like they kind of, yeah. they have to know how all the pieces fit together, you know? Yeah. Cosplay is the same way. I can see that. I mean, I mean, you have to be a makeup artist a wig stylist or a hairstylist. You have to be a seamstress. You have to be a props master. You have to know how to paint. You have to know how to use all these different tools between, you know, a fucking bandsaw to a hot glue gun. You know, um, you have to know all these things. And it's like, people are just like, oh man, cosplay is so easy. And I'm like, do you just buy your shit online? Don't fucking <laughs> tell me this shit's easy. <laughs> I made it all from scratch, bitch. I actually did. That jacket is made from scratch. My what? Soldier 76 jacket is made from scratch. 
Really? Um, That's I see that I assume that was like the one thing you bought. That's crazy. Nope. Mm. I didn't buy anything for Soldier 76. I literally made everything. The 76 on the back is hand stitched to the jacket and hand stitched to itself. That's crazy. The, the gold part of the 76 is actually white vinyl that I painted gold for that cosplay. Um there's over 40 hours of work in that jacket alone. Wow. And then I have the gun, but it's currently in pieces because I need to fix it for this weekend. Put it together right now. Let's see it. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> we got four more I mean, hours. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Boom. Oh, is that your gun? Yeah. Nice. And it's two scale. It's two scale for my body. So it's actually smaller than what soldier's gun is. But soldier six one and I barely top five four. Yeah. Is that hard? five four? I'm very sure. For some reason, I in your pictures, I thought you were a little taller than that. Does yeah, that make it challenging pictures... with a lot of the because co- I like most most animated characters, they tend they tend to be on the taller side, right? Yep. And a lot of the guys that I cosplay are all on the taller side, and I just kind of don't let it bother me. I do things to scale for my body, so nothing looks super out of place. Um, the one time I didn't do that right was actually my Jace cosplay. I cosplayed classic Jace. Um, and the hammer was six foot five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't have been more than six foot. Uh. And it was six foot five. By so the you time gotta I like work out. So you got you gotta be a mathematician too. You gotta work out all yeah. the dimensions and all yep. that stuff. Yep. But by the way, one final note. I thought it was super cool. Uh, you know, when I started researching you and like checking out like your pictures and visiting your channel, I think it's really really cool how much you do with your family. Like you were talking about how you guys play like Diablo together, but like you also like cosplay together. Like you've made a bunch of outfits for your mom and stuff. I thought like that's such a cool way to like bond with your family. At this point, my mom is basically just the other half of Pink Rainbow cosplay. It is it is basically a, a two person cosplay page. Um, she's cosplayed Bandit Sivir. She has done uh, SKT Zyra because we did an SKT skins group one year. Um, She's done Lara Croft. Uh, I convinced her to do young Captain Amari nice. from Overwatch. She's never even played Overwatch. But I mean, but a good cosplay is a good cosplay. Because it would match. She did it just so it would match me and my best friend who were doing Strike Commander Morrison and Black Watch Reyes. She's actually going to be wearing uh, Amari if I can find the beret. No, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that I, I. There's nothing that I have that in common with my parents. <laughs> so, so I just, I don't know. I think that's really cool that you guys are able to do that together. I've been trying to convince my dad to go to a con. And so far, I have been unlucky in doing so because my dad hates crowds. Yeah, and plus men are just a little more stubborn in general, I feel like. Yeah, but like also at the same time, it's like I convinced my brother to go. Not only go, but cosplay with me. Because if you looked through all of the photos, there was a, f- uh, a photo of me and my mom, and I was wearing Jace, and she was in classic Caitlyn. The classic Thresh in the background is my brother. Nice. Oh, I, I'll have to look at that again, because I looked through and a bunch the, of your pictures. Yeah, and the classic Ash is his fiance. And they're getting mm. married in 2020, and I'm so happy for them. I'm in the bridal party. Yay. Nice. That'll, that'll be cool. Cosplay at the wedding? Mm-mm. <laughs> no? My mother, my brother, 
and her mother would kill me. Uh, I, yeah, that probably. So, Faves. Yo. How's the new place, man? Oh, new place is sick, man. We uh, I, I saw the tour. I, you gave us the little the little mini tour. I enjoyed that your live stream. MTV Cribs, yeah, favorite, favorite, yeah. Uh, it's awesome, man. You know, we just all the shit with my back. We had to get away from a place that had stairs, so we're on the first level. The dog and the cat love it, and they get along much better now because I think. You know, beforehand, it was the cat. We had the cat for a couple of years and then got the dog. So the cat hated that dog because it came in in her, her territory. But now it's like new. They're just like hanging out next to each other all the time, which they never did. And the the best thing is we got uh, the, the place we had before. We didn't have a dishwasher and we didn't have a washer dryer. So now, like anytime we cook, it's just like throw that shit in the dishwasher. I ain't doing nothing. It's fantastic. <laughs> Dude, Jesus having Jesus having Jesus washer Jesus. and dryer hookups is such a huge like. Because so nice, right now man. we don't have that. We have like a we have to walk to our a facility, and it's such a yeah. pain in the ass, like carrying all your that's, laundry. That's what we had. We had to what? go across the street. It oh actually worked God. out great because last night uh, we were cutting the dog's nails, and we cut a little too short, and she started bleeding. She bled a lot too. It was pretty bad, and she she yelped and ran up on the bed, and we have our comforter like matches the. The color scheme of the room it's right. uh, yellow and gray so yeah like bright yellow bright gray she went in with her blood all over it and it was like oh fuck you know because it used to cost like 40 bucks to go wash the blanket now we're just like Beep, throw it in boom done yeah. now, and now now i got fresh clean sheets clean blanket to sleep in tonight and there's nothing <laughs> better than that that's mm-hmm. the best way to sleep when it's like freshly clean like, oh yeah like, I've called out of work back in the day because of like same said situation where I'm like, no way, these these blankets are way too clean. I can't be bothered today. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. I'm, I'm laying in the sheets all <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. So it's nice. And we got and we also have uh we have an outdoor patio with um we got like these anti gravity chairs. So you sit in it and it doesn't look like it's a recliner, but it's a recliner. And nice. it's uh it's pretty damn sweet. So we sit out there and we have uh, we just have like the woods in our backyard. The wife is not too happy about all the bugs. So I've kind of been like on pure hunt mode lately, which is I'm into it. It, Dude, it, it gets it gets your testosterone going. Get a, have you heard of bug assault or fly assault? Have you heard of it? No. Is it the thing where you shoot the salt? Yes. Out? Lady Navio's dad has one. It's literally a shotgun that shoots salt. So you can, oh, I'm getting that. dude. You can shoot. Yeah, we should pull it up right now. You can like, it's a lot of fun. Actually, you almost hope for bugs. You're like, when's the fly gonna show up? Because you just like, and it just shoots. I'd, I'd get like a laser sight on that thing. Dude, I'd, 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 I think it's called bug assault. I'm gonna Google it right now because it, it it's so much fun. It like it turns a hassle into a game. Honestly, that reminds me of the uh, assault rifle from like Grillmaster 76 and Overwatch because it literally says a salt rifle on the fucking gun. Yeah, I'm just yeah, it's a salt bug, a salt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I fucking die. Here, here it dad is. Right it's a dad. It's a dad thing. It's a it's dad joke personified. Dad exactly. <laughs> here it is, right here. Check it out. Bug assault 2.0. There's even a camo one. Look at this. So you just like load the top with a bunch of rock salt and you cock it and it's like air it's air powered. Oh and, man, that would hurt. 
And yeah, no, it does. If you shoot, yeah, we we've definitely shot each other with it. (laughs) Oh my god, I need that thing. Look at that. It's the fucking more power and less salt. (laughs) No, it's it's rare. It's really fun because it doesn't. A lot of times, it doesn't kill the flies. It just like knocks them out of the air, and then you can just like stomp on them or let your cat eat them or whatever. Because you like to torture your prey. Yeah, you you know, you rip the wings off and dip it in like honey and like you know. We hang our bugs from strings in our living room <laughs> so we can stare at them. No, it's head. mostly to scare the rest of you. you know, like you know how they used to hang the pirates in the bay to scare off the other pirates? You gotta yep. you dangle that dead fly in front of his brothers and sisters to make sure that they know what's up. Yeah. That's funny. When I was a kid, I <laughs> I don't know why, but when I was a kid I used to um have to do like pull the weeds. That was like one of like my chores as a kid. And I fucking hated it, but uh, it was. <laughs> I, just, I get so bored. I would pull out the weed, and like a big bug would come step on it and be like, mm-hmm. "I hope your friends see this." <laughs> I, I'm not bothering with the rest of them. And then like another one will come. You see what I did to Frank? I need you to pay attention to what's been done to Frank. I need you to go back to the nest, and I need you to tell them to find another weed patch. This is my weed patch, and I don't want any of your, your nonsense here. And that's, uh, I think, I guess I still do that to this day. I t- you just talk to him. You can't help it. Like, yeah. You coming to my house, motherfucker? What are you, nuts? Do you know what you are? <laughs> you know, and then you wake up with like a little bug bite on you. You're like, son of a bitch got me. Well, I'll get him later. Don't worry. So. Oh, I, t- I talk to the little elves inside my TV that, uh, that decide on which items spawn. Yeah, because those are real. Yeah. You know, they are real. No, they're real. That's <laughs> the RNG elves. Like, you know, sometimes talking out loud to bugs and, and televisions and things is important. Honestly, I find that more to be like an, an our generation kind of thing. Because the generation that came after us doesn't do that. And the generation before us didn't have the technology to do it. So or they're just not us, talking about it. Or they, yeah. or they're just not creative like we are. <laughs> they exactly. They're the worst. Damn, <laughs> you know, dang kids really with their head down on their telephones. They don't know it. Oh wait, I I got a great thing that's good for a podcast. I I just heard this on the radio today and it blew my fucking mind. So I don't know what radio station it was, and I hear, oh, uh, kids these days, or as kids like you know, twenty one year olds or whatever, yeah. Right? They're trying this new thing, you know. They've they've really gotten fed up with dating sites like Tinder and Swipe Left and blah blah blah. And now they're trying this brand new thing, and it's called slow dating. And slow dating is where you meet somebody out in public. <laughs> you exchange phone numbers, and they and they take you out on a date. And they're going through this, and then the guy was even saying like, "Yeah, no, like this that generation they they've." They've coined it slow dating and they think it's a new deal that they've done this. And they started interviewing people. They spent and I mean, I was the idiot who sat and listened to it, but they spent a really long time going like they were like this lady from Texas went on a slow date with this guy and they went to go see a movie and had Applebee's afterwards. How was that? And she was like, oh, it's really nice. I think I'm going to see him again. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, how (laughs) stupid are you? Like. Like and especially with, let's say we were to stick with that generation. Like, there's no shot in hell they haven't seen a movie that has slow dating, and there's no shot in hell that they haven't looked it up on their telephones. Like, 
you know, how to find people or, or like parents giving advice, like, I don't get where these people get off. So like, oh, we invented a new way of dating. <laughs> what the fuck? Because, you know, when online dating came out, it was new. That was yeah. a new thing. It was taboo. Like, I, there was a couple, you know. It used to be like, oh, you met online? That's weird. It yeah. let it turn out to be somebody that they didn't expect you to be? That's weird. There was a couple that me and my wife at the time became friends with, and they were really reluctant. They were always really reluctant to share their, like, how we met story. And finally, we got it out of them, and, like... They were like, yeah, we met through Match.com or something. And and they were just, like, really embarrassed by it. Because everyone, you know, at that time, that was like, oh, you met in an online dating app? Like, yeah. it was just like everyone judged them for that. And it's like, yeah. You but catfished. <laughs> met on FarmersOnly? FarmersOnly.com, yes. Them city folk just don't get it. James, uh, same question for you that I asked Faves. Uh, not just... How did you meet your, you know, significant other on Farmers Only? But how is your uh, your place? You're, you just moved. How is your new place? Oh, it's great. This The sh- room I shared back at home in California is almost the same size as this room. This room is so spacious, there's a slight echo. I can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, you need some soundproofing on those walls, dude. I do. The kitchen. No, just create a mess. You don't have. You don't need to pay for soundproofing <laughs> at all. Just make a mess. It'll absorb the sound. The sound mm-hmm. will bounce the off the mess. Like double the size of this room. It has granite countertops. Ooh. And just like I barely cook in there, but just like when I do cook, I'm like, this is nice. I'll we- never have this in my own home. <laughs> we need a virtual tour, dude. You gotta mm. put a put a video on IRL of your of your new space. Mm-hmm. So, but you said there's no there's no Ethernet connection in there, right? So you... there's none, and there's two. Are you on Wi-Fi right now? I am, dude. It's been pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any like you haven't dropped off or blipped or anything. Yeah, my roommate he has a, a three band a three band router, so like the Wi-Fi in here is really good. Nice, good. Maybe we'll see some more streams from James Twenty Eight in the near future. Then. Planning. I'm trying to figure out like the schedule. This is the first week I got here. So my Mondays is like I have two classes. What Tuesday, three classes. Wednesday today. So I have no classes today. Thursday I have four. And then Friday is one. But I'm done by three each of those days. So there you I, go. You got some evenings. Workload, I think I can pull it off. Yeah, no, or you do all your homework on those other nights so that Wednesday you can just start streaming in the morning and just go straight through like all day and then do the podcast at night. Just Wednesday is just stream all day. <laughs> Possible. Well, yeah, I'm going to warn you, that's very exhausting. Nah, James knows. He's he's streamed before. Right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I've streamed before. It's If I'm really interested in the game, it's like effortless. Because I'm like, I'm talking to chat, I'm playing the game. And then like, I'm like, all of a sudden, it's been like six, seven hours. And I'm like, wait, what? Where's the time gone? I didn't even notice. Yeah. I did a 16 hour stream of League of Legends. It was, it was intense. Mm. I did a 24 hour stream with Mashif for our birthday. Yeah, with Mashif. He came here. Oh, we shit. we doubled the length of the green screen and he like sat here and we like did a stream together and played like co- co-op games and did he wear that sweatshirt? 
No, he doesn't no. own that sweatshirt. That's photoshopped. He's actually in the process of trying to buy that sweatshirt right now. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's just, he's all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he is he, he's planning on buying the sweatshirt. I I told him he should get the sweatshirt and boxing gloves. Then it would be because yeah. he's got the ring behind him and stuff. You know, the ring of beef. Now I know where the ring went. Yep, you get you. He you, stole it from you. <laughs> he did. He, he if, saw me drop it. It was like yes. Favor my. handed down the ring to Mashif. It's no yep. longer the ring of favor. It's the ring of beef. The ring I, of beef. <laughs> I bet you he's got bad news bear. Uh oh, those are fighting words. Yo, <laughs> beef. I know where that ring is. I'm on the way. You better zip up that sweatshirt, put on them boxing gloves. And I hope you've had enough steak today because I'm on the way to save my bloody bear. <laughs> All right, you guys. I love you. And I thank I you it, so much for being here. Pink Rambo, thank you for wearing your cosplay. I see you, like, itching your scar. You're like, I'm, I'm ready to go wash my face now. <laughs> wash it? No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm literally just going to peel off the scar and go to bed. Nice. James, always a pleasure having my co-host with me. Uh, make sure you check out James's YouTube channel. Maybe he'll drop that link in chat. Uh, I checked it. it out. Do it. He's got videos. He's got content. Mm-hmm. He has a full playthrough of uh, that vampire game. It's like a five-parter. What was that one? Oh, is that any good? Oh, vampire. Yeah. Vampire. Yeah. It was not that great. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. But I mean, like you know, he does full playthroughs, and he has really good commentary where he breaks down like mechanics and what he likes and dislikes about it. He plays a lot of smaller like titles that I, I games I hadn't even heard of either, like that Proto Life one. Mm-hmm. I I really like that video. Anyway, make sure you check James out. Uh, definitely make sure you go check out Pink Rambo and uh, her um, other group. You can drop that link again in chat. Your D and D group. Dire Bear Adventuring Company. Yeah, it's a long title. You guys got to work on that. Well, no, that's just their whole thing. It's, it's their whole thing. We are we are Dire Bear Adventuring Company, and if you want, you can pay to have Cap create and run an entire game session for you. Oh, okay, cool. It's actually one of our Patreon tiers, and nice. believe it or not, we have a cosplay tier. Nice. Hi. I'm the one who does all the work for that one. <laughs> Plug away. Yeah, and uh, by the way, so like I said, these video, these VODs always go up on Twitch. Like tonight, I will create the highlight. You guys can you know watch the VOD if you miss part of tonight. But by Friday morning, it will also be available on YouTube thanks to Frosty. So if you prefer YouTube, Frosty. I know I, a lot of people complain about Twitch VODs because they kind of like they tend to like buffer or they just don't load as well or, you know, Twitch VODs are not quite as good as YouTube. So we've been starting to put these on YouTube so you can check them out there and uh, make sure that you follow both of these people down here. Oh, Pink Ramble. You're I'm not, not a regular. No, let me do that. Regulars and Pink Rambo. There you go. Drop all the links you want now. Hell yeah. Favor, you got anything planned coming up? Any big uh, stream things? Any games you're playing? You just doing your daily grind? Uh... Uh, what's planned? Oh, man. So many things. 
no, I, I just, listen, I stream five days a week on whatever tickles my fancy we go for. Uh, right now, I've been on that For Honor grind. I'm pretty excited for the uh, the new stuff coming out. The You're going to make just... me play that, dude. I've been watching yeah, it. It looks like a lot of fun. You should, because I think Mobius already downloaded it. A couple of people from my community, I know Bats has been playing it. Uh, Pink Rambo plays it. She's nasty at it. Paragon plays it. So we we've already got like a big group going. So and I could you could actually do um private servers of eight people. So you're just only fighting, you know, your group. So it's actually, dude, I would play it. It's yeah, Kygromar is always in there. It, it's a blasty to play, man. It's it's hard to learn, but once you kind of once you get decent enough that you can control the character, you know, you're you're confident to r- run into fights. But then it really it's going to take forever to master but i mean it feels fucking good when it does so yeah i've been playing that a lot and then uh destiny 2's dlc i'll probably jump on that for shits and gigs we'll see how it goes and then you know i got this brand new pc so i'm kind of just jumping into all the new pc stuff and seeing uh what what i've missed out on in the past uh being a console player my whole life and switching over to PC and uh, we've got some. Yeah, I think in terms of events, I don't think anything too big is coming up. I mean, really, the next big thing I'd say for my channel is the uh, the release of uh, Sekiro, which is the new uh, from software game, because my channel's really been built up off of uh, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and I've kind of finally taken a step away from those games because I've played them into the ground. Yeah. Um, so I need I need some time away from it. It's uh, it's like I play those games and I just get miserable now, and it's not fun like it used to. But I, I get upset because I still miss the games. It's really the souls. The whole thing with Dark Souls is just like this weird love hate relationship. And I <laughs> yeah, I can't not play it, but like I also like I have to not play it right now. It's almost like it's like I feel like Dark Souls to me is like. That girl that I dated that was like, man, what a fucking blast. But she was a psycho. Like, but I can't say no to her. <laughs> yeah, like you can't say no to her. Like anytime she like texts you, like come over, you're like, oh, I'm already on the way. But <laughs> like, you know, the next day she's going to burn all your clothes. It's a problem. <laughs> so, but yeah, she, I, I she's just, the kind of girl that you just keep sticking your dick in crazy. <laughs> exactly exactly if they tell you not to do it i did it 10 times and more yep. so and you can't oh, yeah. stop because i can't stop is hell. yeah it's just you know it's it's a problem you wake up and like you gotta get a rash and <laughs> yeah 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 you gotta go buy yeah, that cream again it's it's it no i don't do the cream like i said there's no lube no cream if you're gonna do it you're gonna feel it you gotta feel the consequences you gotta ride it out yeah no yeah don't, yep. don't do the cream you're just sticky you, know, you, you kind of do like the at-home remedies where you just drink a shit ton of orange juice. Yeah, no, that's what this is for. You know, yeah, pea no, solid. Right, right. Yeah, pea solid takes care. Don't forget about pea solid. Pea solid takes care of that stuff. All right, guys. Yeah, I mean, the name change was the was the big thing, and we're just gonna keep moving on business as usual. Yeah, the name change is huge, man. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll stop accidentally calling you Ring now. <laughs> On that note, have a great night. No, I'm <laughs> I um, can and will time you out of the channel, Jimmy. <laughs> so for anyone she has, who she has the 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 power in any channel, by the way. 
And any and all channels. Any and all channels. It's amazing. Anywhere. There's a reason that the only emote I have as an affiliate is a Banhammer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nice. Anywhere Favor goes, she will ban you. <laughs> Favor, Paragon, you know. The ultimate mod. I thought you were going to say the ultimate favorite? mom for a second. Uh, no, Wildling gonna, is mom. Oh, Wildling is I'm mom. I'm going to put right. you on the spot, Favor, since you fucking did it to me on stream, live, in front of how many people? There's a lot favorite, of people. It's a couple of hundred. Favorite, who's your favorite mod? Oh, it's Pink Rambo. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've got Bats and Frosty in chat. Frosty, who's going to be clipping all this together later. Yeah, but it's fine because they we'll know that, that part they're out. not my favorite mods. They're my favorite sex partners. Yeah. Ooh, fair enough. Yeah, no, quick, we were see playing. How quick I answered. That's that's how you should have answered when I put you on the spot. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> we were we were playing Diablo three, and they both just put me on the spot because I mod for both of them, and they're like, "So who's your favorite streamer?" And I'm like, "Fuck." But she did say me. I did. I did yeah. wind up saying that Favor was my favorite streamer because Paragon was my favorite YouTuber. Yes, it, it was. It was a cop out, but but Paragon didn't talk to her for like a week. Wow, there's some rivalry going on here. I like that Favor's like pitted all of his work, his uh, mods against each other. When when is Rage in the Cage? When are you guys? When are you gonna throw oh, dude, the Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Three he weeks fucking, away. He gets WWE it from Paragon too, because Paragon does the same shit. We know what we're doing. We know Ugh. what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see. My ass for both we need of to you. have a mod tournament. We need a bloodbath. I'll throw mine in the ring too, even though James is the only one that shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Ninja's here. Ninja's here. Just kidding. I love you, Ninja. The truth comes out. Immediately, all the mods just come. Yeah, up. all <laughs> Lareep's here too. I shouldn't. Lareep actually showed up too, so I shouldn't talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think recently I made Frost a mod too, but that's mostly. He did. He's my he's my content guy. So I felt like I had you know it's just like made sense. To. It was the next step. So I favor. I'm gonna steal all your mods. It's all right. Some of them don't show up either. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully you guys have uh, gotten a good experience out of this. Hopefully you guys plugged yourselves plenty because today is all about our guests. I want to make sure you guys got to know Favor and Pink Rambo. Go give oh, them a follow. You. Go check out their Twitters. Go check out the cosplays. Pink Rambo has a whole Facebook. I think she dropped the link. She's got a whole Facebook account just of all her cosplay stuff. So go check it out. She does commissions. Uh, her her group also does D&D uh, campaigns, if that's something you're interested in. James, rocking that YouTube channel. And as for me, you're here. You're on my Twitch channel. You're watching you my podcast. So thank you for being here. Uh, please go check out the YouTube as well. I have the whole Twitter thing going on. Um, if you like what you see, give me a follow. It feels good. Tickles. Makes me feel good inside when you there do you it. Go. Oh, look at all. See, oh, yeah, by the way, you, it, share those links with your friends. If everyone's like, hey, check out this website. Those all redirect to my stream. So, Oh, nice. <laughs> my community. Most of those are courtesy of Swa Music and uh, Mashif. Bad idea. Mashif likes to buy domains and point them at shit. So watch me pick my nose on stream.icu redirects to me. <laughs> along <laughs> along with the other ones that I will not read out loud right now. 
those uh, those are all uh, URLs for my uh, my my channel. And JimmyNavio.tv is not listed there, but that also points to me. So thank you guys. Have a good night, and uh, we'll do a little outro, and we'll see if there's someone that we can go uh, go host or raid. So hopefully, you all stick around and drop some buckets. We'll do a, a big daddy raid or host on one of our DLC members or someone that we enjoy. So good night, and I love you all. Good night, love. Thank you.